hey, the, the show we did with Tom Siskron, he doesn't have his mouth by the fucking mic. Um, uh, um, Matt knows how to use that, but when we have guests there, they're fucked. Look at Nicole, how smart she is. She right away like puts her... Put it close. Yeah. Hey, do you purposely start the show and then get up so you can be in the show? <laughs> yeah, hey, come on. That's your, you're making your little cameo in the show right now. That's how you do it. That camera didn't even that camera didn't even need adjusting. Maybe it did. He's trying Who to get your good are, angle. Whose side are you on, Nicole? He's trying to get your good angle. <laughs> Nicole Ocoin. Alcoin. Alcoin. A coin. A coin. You got it right. Wow. First time. What's up with your middle name? Is that your husband's name and you don't want to take it? No, that's um, my mayor, or my original name. Oh. Marchand. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, that's your that's your maiden name. Yeah, yeah, my maiden name. You're keeping it. You're like, fuck that. I ain't not just going straight. I'm not doing the traditional route. Well, my license is in Marchand, and my degree is there, so it would be kind of confusing if I dropped it all together. And I would have to go back and get that name changed. But women have been doing that for thousands of years. Yeah. Are you feminist? No. No. <laughs> Just. My wife's like, I'm going to the DMV and I'm and I'm going to switch my name to your name. This is just a few months ago. I'm like, oh, cool. That's really cool. You know, they yeah. kind of like, you know, we married. We've been together 20 years and we just got married. And then she comes home and we have three kids. And then she comes home like, how'd it go? She goes, I fucked up. I didn't take our, our marriage certificate. I took one of the kids' birth certificates. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she'll do it for her 10th anniversary that's funny I'm not stuck on it but I just I just find it interesting I mean it would be weird for me to change my name so it's I, a bold I, move yeah well so my, I've always gone by, my, by Nicole my whole life and my technically my first name is Lauren so when I got married I'm like perfect I'll be able to drop Lauren it's gonna be gone then I'll be Nicole Marchand coin that's gonna be my name apparently you can't drop your first name it's like a very big process. You have to go to court and have a judge say that you can do this. It's like a whole big thing. So that's why there's four names now. Uh, oh, and that's okay. Okay. Sorry. I'd never even saw the L. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so your parents named you Lauren and you're like, at some point in your life, you're like, fuck that. I don't want that. So it's so strange. My parents named me Lauren Nicole and in my family, it's some random thing that a lot of people go by their middle names. So Nicole's been since day one. That's cool. I like tradition. Yeah. In my family, all the men grow a long pinky nail. <laughs> and you have a long pinky nail right now. Pinky. I've been staring at that thing for half a year. I'm still wondering what it is. <laughs> I went on the... Matt, Matt, I need your help. Oh, gosh. I went on to the, um, I went on to the Apple podcast. Uh, I went on to iTunes. Mm -hmm. And I looked at like, where our podcast was ranked. Oh, on the, the chart, like the health yeah. chart, right? Yeah, on the health chart. Top ten. And then, and then I went into uh, reviews. That sounds like a mistake. Oh my god! Oh my god! What's going on with the reviews? I, I just like. I don't know. I don't go there. Like, <laughs> like here's what I want the review to say. The negative re review to say. <laughs> <laughs> He's, his voice, um, is not fun to listen to. <laughs> Um, he, uh, does not have mastery over the subject. Like, 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 give me some tangent salient points. Don't tell me the show doesn't have an intro. 
or doesn't have a catchy jingle. Don't give me a one star because we don't have a fucking jingle. Uh-huh. Go fuck yourself. It's like when it's like on on Amazon.com when people put the reviews and they give it a one star because it showed up late. Like, dude, I'm not like no you're, one deserves a one star because the package got there late. I, I want to know is it a good TV or not? Yeah. Yeah, you're you're critiquing the wrong thing. Yeah. I think people should roast us in the comments. <laughs> oh, Matt, I was I, my whole point was was to like try to get people who like us to go in and give us good comments oh. not, without saying that without so this begging. The plug to go this was, get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no. not not do not well, no, listen to I'm that. I'm trying Jesus to get people Christ. who do like us to go into the comments and roast us and leave a five star review. You know, a five star review and roast us. Yeah, these pieces. Okay, cool. <laughs> Only say nice stuff about our guests. Yes, you can be as mean as you want to us. <laughs> Say nice things to our guests. <laughs> Nicola Coyne is here. Um, she's here because Chris Cooper told her that told us we needed to have her on. People always ask, how do guests get on? And I, I never even know how guests get on. But now I know, I remember how you got on. Chris said to me twice, <laughs> have you had Nicole on? And he contacted Nicole. And then somehow we made, we made contact, and I think I asked you for a copy of your book, and you sent a copy of your book, which I did not read. But I read all seven of your articles in the in the CrossFit Journal. Awesome. So I think I got a gist of what you do. Yeah, I think you do. And, um, man, what it, that's, you got a cool job. I am so thankful. You know, I when I graduated college, I went and applied to be a dietitian, uh, you know, doing something similar to what I'm doing now, and I didn't get any interviews because I didn't have clinical experience. Like, what does that even mean? I went to school for six years to get clinical experience. Um, so I got, I went, got a job at a hospital and hated every second of it. Um, I learned a lot. Wait, well, why does, what, why, the, uh, diet, hospitals have dietitians? Either they have to. Okay. Um, so you have, to, I. Here's your juice. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. And here's I, your frozen meal. You know, when you work at a hospital. Here's your apple juice. Yeah, they didn't. Um, people that are there are sick. They're looking to talk to doctors, and they don't want to change their lifestyle, and it wasn't rewarding. And I started doing some stuff on the side, and my husband's the one that really pushed me to, like, I was miserable. He's like, you need to leave the hospital. Why were you miserable at the hospital? Because I wasn't making a difference. Like, my whole... the, the Were you whole, having to do things that you thought were, that you knew were wrong? Well... Yeah. You know, we were pushing Ensure and like all these sugar loaded supplements down people's throats because they didn't eat enough. I think there's other ways to do it. But, um, you know, when you go to school, you learn nutrition in a certain way. And I, what I do in practice isn't necessarily exactly what I learned in college. Um, but I wasn't fulfilling. You know, it, you meet with people one time, you tell them how to follow, you know, whatever recommendations you're giving them. And then that's it. And I really wanted to do something where people were preventing disease. My mom passed away from cancer when I was young. And I, we all completely changed our diet and our lifestyle. And she lived a lot longer than the doctor said she would. And I attribute a lot of it for all the things that we were doing, you know, the healthy eating and cutting out a lot of the junk that we were, that we were having. And, you know, that was the whole reason why I became a dietitian, right? I wanted to change people's lives and help them get fit and healthy and learn how to eat to live instead of live to eat that's uh, yeah that's the line right there at the end say it one more time i wanted to teach people to live to eat instead of eat to live i like it and that's what we do every day now how old were you when your mom passed away i was 13 and and how old are you now 
30. So you just, you just passed the point of not having your mom as long as you had your mom. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It is crazy. For those of us who have our moms, it's nuts. Yeah. You know, I look at every single thing that I've done and how, she inspired me. You how, know? how old was she? She was 35 when she was diagnosed with cancer and 41 when she passed away. Oh, so she had you young. Pretty young. Yeah. Uh, um, and your dad's still around. Mm-hmm. And uh, what kind of cancer? She had breast cancer and then it went to bone cancer. If your mom, if you know what you know today, what would you what would you prescribe for your mom to eat when she was diagnosed with breast cancer? You know, we completely changed our diet to what I do now. Like we ate so healthy. I, I joke around when I do nutrition seminars with, um, you know, with parents. And I'm like, have your kid pick out a cereal that doesn't have sugar as the first three ingredients. You can't find one okay. unless it's like disgusting shredded whatever kids don't eat that like usually sugar yeah, you, you come home and you put sugar on say, exactly yeah like agave oh it's agave it's healthy no uh, it's I still that phase you know and we completely changed everything you know one thing that i think about sometimes is my dad i want to talk about agave real quick the, the question is is what is, is what you um what would you tell your mom to eat if she were alive today um not only did I never eat sugar, but this is how stupid I was. I didn't eat sugar, right? I mean, I, I mean, I ate sugar, but I didn't eat sugar. Like, you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't sprinkle sugar on shit, right? Yeah. And I didn't use honey, and I and I avoided, it, and I didn't drink coke, and I didn't do all this stuff. This is like five or six years ago, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm in fucking Whole Foods, and I see agave. So I get it, like a fucking jackass. Well, it's considered healthy, right? Yeah, thinking, oh, I mean, it's just nuts. It actually, it's not like I was substituting it for sugar that I had in my life. It was, I just added sugar to it because I thought it was healthy. I mean, that was short-lived. That was like a month or two. I mean, it's just like, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. People are so confused. You know, when I, I used to travel around to CrossFit, this was a few years ago, and do nutrition seminars, and people would ask me, what about raw sugar? What about sugar, you know, brown sugar? you know all these different types it's still sugar right it's still mm -hmm. going through your body the same right. way but i smoke marlboro lights i don't smoke the real marlboros exactly <laughs> diet coke as opposed to regular coke yeah it's still the same thing it's like the provo float it's very similar you're still you're still in the girl you're still it's still yeah. happening do you know about the provo float no we'll tell you after the show <laughs> eric can fill you in so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a technique of having sex, but without having sex for people who aren't allowed to have sex, popularized. <laughs> it's a, it's a perfect program. metaphor for what we're discussing. Yeah. Uh, I love that CrossFits travel around to different CrossFits. That's how I started working with CrossFit gyms. And he I, likes the word. I like, I like the, the, the phrasing it. of it. Yeah. CrossFits. CrossFit like facilities. <laughs> My cousin, his wife had breast cancer. She lives in Beirut, Lebanon. She beat the cancer somehow amazing the cancer is now back i just Ugh. found out two days ago i have goosebumps and i asked my aunt what are they feeding her and the, yeah. one of the prescriptions the doctors have given her is to drink as much juice as possible yeah and i'm like okay so that's what i'm asking you yeah like you know and i just saw did you have you seen magic pill yet mm -mm. on netflix mm -mm. oh you gotta see it i watched it last night holy shit you gotta see this movie. Yeah, it's just it's there's a, actually one scene in it that I'm thinking you, that you when you talk about the cereal when they go through everyone's house and they're pulling out all the the garbage they can't eat. 
and they're just like reading off the ingredients. This so, chef basically just takes a swath of people from autistic to fat to just fucked up, right? And just puts them all into ketosis. Huh. And it's just like, just, 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 just everyone gets better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like. But it, and it's almost to a point for us, not to get too far off track here, but where I watch these now and I'm just, I'm kind of unimpressed. Because it's like, because we know this is just it's so common knowledge. It's like right. this. They spread this to people who don't see it. I, mean, I still appreciate it. I cried, but it still doesn't hit me as hard. You as You are a sensitive man. <laughs> At times, I can be. I went. Um, I worked with this kid who he was like seven years old, 120 pounds. His parents were both morbidly obese, and I, I was introduced to the family because he was working with a psychologist. He had like some mental like autism autism and a couple other things going on so they want me to help with his nutrition so i start talking to them i, I go to the house and boca um people want you to come to them <laughs> so i go to the house double and, bill for that shit oh don't worry <laughs> <laughs> so i go to this was probably six years ago um i go to the house and the the dad both of them are sitting there and i'm talking to them about their eating well we end up going to the in the pantry and there's every single flavor of pop tart you could imagine every single one i like that that's um really thorough it was like a Publix (laughs) Publix pop tart section there so i'm like okay eventually we will get these pop tarts out right like it's not gonna happen the first day the kid doesn't know me and that would be not good for the start of our relationship (laughs) um but eventually so it was like probably six weeks down the line i'm like the next time i come we're gonna go through your pantry and we're gonna get rid of one box one box of pop tarts so the next week comes i go to do it and he literally punched me in the stomach this kid and the parents got they're like oh we can't do this and left i'm like you guys are enabling this child that's you're setting him up for failure you know hey you fucking idiot parents like feed your don't kids fucking healthy have food. kids if you're gonna let your kids punch someone in the stomach who's trying to save their life god i, I want to fucking that's not even like to me it's like you a parent you are the vehicle for your child's one of success. the kids one of the kids in this movie magic pill the parents have been this kid's been living on goldfish and doritos and and the good news is is they it takes two weeks or no i think after five days yeah She's she of basically not eating. She finally starts eating what what they give her, and she ends up loving it. But like like for any parents out there, you're fucking you're an ass clown for giving your kids that. You're fucking being abusive. My kids, I walk by an ice cream shop, they don't even ask. I don't mean to brag, but like I can point to my kids three. I can point to the syrup on the breakfast table, and I can say, hey, what is that? And he goes, it's tea. I go, you're right, and I fist bump him. He doesn't fucking know. Yeah, you know. And there's no fucking. My job is to fucking protect him. Yeah. Do not have kids if you cannot say no. You're in line at Starbucks and your kid wants a fucking Snicker bar or whatever the fuck they have there, and you say no and he throws a temper tantrum, grab him and walk out and get your coffee later. Yeah. Your fucking job is your kids. We went trick-or-treating with the <laughs> We went trick-or-treating with the so kids. So I want to yeah, hear what happened. So tell me more. So he punched you in the stomach, uh, and that was it? That client's so, done? Well, the parents said, ah, we can't do this, and, and left, you know, walked out of the room, and then we kind of maneuvered the subject and changed it a little bit and then I took the kid outside to to exercise and move around. And then the next time I come in, there's a dozen donuts in the kitchen. I'm like why, why did they have you back if you punched you in the stomach the first time? Yeah, I I could not tell you. So I, they have hope. They have some hope. Or or they think that I'm going to work a miracle on this child for talking to him for an hour if they're still How big is 7 years old, 120 pounds? How fat is that? 
I mean, you're like this tall. I mean, it's, you're pretty large. And, you know, I just wanted to help this kid. Unfortunately, like you want to start crying when you see them fat. I feel bad because like they're going to get made fun of, you know, and gosh, they do get made fun of. Yeah, they do. And And people stare at them when they're in Walmart. We have twin seven-year-olds at home. They eat the same way we do. We went trick-or-treating a few years ago, and the basket of candy, and the lady gets like, oh, what, what's your favorite? And they looked at me, and they're like, uh, what's our favorite? They don't know. Like, right. They don't know. So you don't even let your kids have that candy? I mean, they have a little once in a while. It's not like we're depriving them of everything, but right. it's not a regular routine that they're eating Snickers, ice cream, right. and we're getting pizza. Do, no. you have, do you have ice cream in your freezer? No. We do have Yasso bars sometimes. Those are good. Those Greek yogurt bars. My, 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 my thought is this. Like, they're out with their grandparents. Great. And their grandparents buys them a donut. Great. They got a donut. They sure as fuck, that shit better comes in the house and throwing it away. <laughs> <laughs> they get a glass of orange juice because they went out with their friends for breakfast. Great. Like, the only thing I is, like, just known is never is soda pop. They're just not allowed to drink soda ever, ever, ever. But, like, yeah. you go to a birthday party, you can have the cake. You can. But that's yeah. just not coming in the house. You're not coming no. home with a dozen donuts. No. This is the energy we need in the comments. I like this. You mean just like negatively towards us? No, just (laughs) passione. Okay, so you go back there a second time and there's donuts. Did you eat one? No, I threw them away. (laughs) You did? Yeah. Did you get punched? No, luckily. I think the kid already had most of them. I would have been been trigger shy. It didn't end up, you know, we ended up parting ways. The parents weren't ready to help make a change and... At the end of the day, it's it's super frustrating when you're trying to change someone's life and then they don't want help. You know, when they're ready for help, they'll come to you. So you can't change everyone, but you definitely can change someone. I mean, realistically, you're coming in there to change the parents. Yeah, and if they're not willing to hear it, then... Yeah. The kid's not going to... No. Not I mean, we work with a I. ton of kids. Um, one of my biggest referral sources is a pediatric GI. And when the parents call me to set up an appointment, I say, you have to be on board. You have to... Like, whatever we talk about, you have to be on board 100% or your child is not going to do what we talk about. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, then... I don't I don't remember what I don't remember what movie it was. I want to say it was that sugar movie. Did you see that? Out that of Austra- sugar film. That sugar film out of Australia? Mm-mm. God damn it. Why I think I it was that movie. It's a, you have to see these two movies. They're amazing. That one, won the, that one might be one of the best, highest-selling movies, not better than our CrossFit movies, <laughs> but one of the highest-selling movies in iTunes history. Really? Um... And I can't remember if it's that movie. I don't want to miss say it, but there's there's a movie where where it's 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 talking about the history of sugar. But mm-hmm. then within the movie, there's five case studies of parents, uh, of kids, fat kids. Yeah. And I'm looking at the fat kids, and the the movie like totally misses. I, I feel like the, in this one little aspect, although that sugar film was amazing, miss miss the point. All I have to do is look at the parents. Like in one of them, it was clearly the parents didn't love each other. The dad looked gay and the mom looked like a lesbian. I mean, looked, sorry, don't hate on me. And like they clearly had some shit that they needed to work out. Yeah. And that, and that it was probably manifesting in some fucked up psychological way. They needed to be just honest with themselves and clear all the shit. And then, you know. But then the other one was like all the other parents were just massively obese. And yet the movie's focusing on the kids. And I'm like. It has to be mm. a team effort. It has to be. I'm not going to ask my kid to do anything that I'm not willing to do. Yeah. You know, I think when when you have a kid that's struggling with weight, everyone has to be on the same page at home because if you're telling one overweight kid that they have to have grilled chicken, but then going to the drive-thru and getting chicken fingers and fries for the other kid, it's just not fair. And then they're going to resent you. Do, do parents really do that? Is that even a situation? Yeah. I've had that happen before, and I've had to pull the parents aside and be like, listen, 
everyone has to be on the same page at home. Your underweight kid just needs to eat more than your overweight kid, you know, and parents are confused. They, there's so much mixed information on the internet and media of what's healthy and what's on boxes. We work with a big gymnastics facility and it was ironic that you asked about nutrition and gymnastics on the podcast with, um, Greg recently. Uh And we work with a huge gymnastics facility and a lot of their parents bring the kids to us. Um, they're working out six to eight hours a day. Like they should be pretty lean. Right. Um, and one of the parents, she's like, my, I can't get my kid to lose weight. And when it came down to it, she was packing six juice boxes for her kid for lunch every day because that was fruit and it was healthy. Yeah. And massive. Confusion. I grew up like that, ma'am. You know, and it, they're confused. I grew up like that. Yeah. They're confused. Yeah. And you can do it in a way so it's not weird, too. Like, I'm not saying that, like, you, you, you. You cause your kid to like, so when, you know, rebel, no, you can, you can, you can do it. So it's not weird, but your job as the parent is to lay down the rules. I remember my, when I, my, my first day going away to college, my parents dropped me off and the first, and I was not allowed to have bologna and white bread growing up. Okay. And so I went out and bought, I went to the store, you know, 20 years old and bought a loaf of white, uh, wonder bread. And bologna. Jar of mal- mayonnaise, bologna, and Velveeta cheese. Shit we would never have had in my house growing up. Oh, gross. I ate, I ate them all, like probably 15 did sandwiches. Did you like it? Oh. You did? I loved it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let, let me establish something here. You're telling me that... I never did that again, but I loved it. You're telling me that it's easy to get kids to eat well or right? Super easy. I think if you... It's your threshold... I don't have any children, but it's I It's your threshold of discomfort. It's that. so fucking easy. It's like... I went out. I went out to ice cream the other day with a friend and my three kids. No, we, sorry, we didn't go to ice cream. We went out, and there was an ice cream store there where we went out. And my friend said to me, "Hey, I'm gonna get some ice cream." And I said, "Okay, cool." And he goes, "Is that cool around your kids?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "But they're gonna flip out." And I said, "No, they're not." And he goes, "What do you mean they're not?" And I go, "Cause they only flipped out once. They know what happens. You go like." I just swiftly, I just grab you and take you to the car and buckle you in and take you home. You have to follow <laughs> you know, just through. once, and it's done with your work. Uh, yeah. Well, how do you, how do you how do you manage? And so they saw me eating the ice cream. They don't say anything. Nothing. Yeah. How do they manage you indulging in something that they shouldn't be eating? I, I wouldn't do that in front of them. Well, what would you? I, I mean, I drink alcohol in front of my kids, um, but I don't. But and I'll even let them have a sip of the alcohol if they want it. And I, all, all I'm saying is, I I think I think I see, and I said I'm not a parent, so I can't personally speak to this but when you have kids say you have three two when you're out and about it's not always the easiest thing to get them to eat properly because you don't have those options oh oh i see what you're saying give me an example well i mean i'm not saying i'm just uh, the the whole the whole big picture here and just making kids eat properly it doesn't sound mad i'm gonna tell you what it is it's two things and you tell me if i'm right it's one ignorance and i'll let you talk about that but the other thing is there's this thing when your kids ask you a question and you suspect they're going to throw a temper tantrum and that wedges in into your answer. Like, so it's eight o'clock at night and they say, can I watch a movie? And you know that they have to be at bed at 830. So they can't watch a movie. They've asked too late. And so you're like, and you kind of brace yourself. A shitload of parents just say yes. Because they don't want to deal with Because they don't want to deal with the temper tantrum. Okay. Because it's bad. Even if it's only a 15 second temper tantrum as a parent, it kills you. But that's not... Your job is to, s- and, and every time you say it, the temper tantrum gets shorter and shorter and shorter until one day your kids just blow you away and they're like, okay. And, so you have to and, and if you get present, you know, like, 
um, yesterday one of my kids asked to watch TV and I said no and he started throwing a temper tantrum and I immediately just got one of those steel tops and pushed it on the ground a few times on the hardwood floor. <laughs> you know the tricks. Redirect and it's done. Yeah. I mean it's so – you just have to be present <laughs> with them. And I think as far as the it eating is, is concerned, you have to start at a young age. You know, like if your kids grow up yeah. starting – like. Our kids have the veggies first on their plate when they're done with that. Then we go to the protein and whatever else we're having. But they're not. It's That's not a, a good technique. Choice for them to not eat the vegetables because they're full or whatever. That's the first thing they're eating. Never have French fries on the plate. No. Because that they will eat that and that first, and World and then War full. Three will start. Yep. Okay, let me write that down. Never have the French fries. <laughs> Take notes for when you yeah. have kids. <laughs> I'm like a steel trap up here. <laughs> You're doing two things. So, so you're a. So, 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 what did your mom eat, or what would you prescribe to someone who has? Eat a ton of vegetables. Eat real foods. Shop the perimeter of the grocery store. Don't go down the aisles and get all the junk food. You know, one thing that. Did your mom have any sugar? Did you guys cut sugar out of her diet? Completely. Completely. I mean, I don't remember that she would make. I mean, she drank so much like carrot juice that her fingers were orange. Huh. And now, now you wouldn't recommend that, though, right? You know, if you're we, if you're making a juice, this is a question I get asked often. Like, what what if I make juice? Well, you're not. If you are making juice, put one piece of fruit in there. Don't have like six different servings of fruit in a juice. Not and any fiber. Yeah, you know, it, one thing that when you look at metabolism, and I had a tough time going in college, learning about like all the different vitamins and B vitamins. They increase metabolism cell growth right so my mom had like literally handfuls of vitamins that she would take at you know in the morning at night and a lot of those were b vitamins so it's not like those vitamins say oh this is a cancer cell don't grow faster or this is a healthy cell don't grow faster i think there's like that probably sped up the process a little bit but the fact that she didn't have a ton of sugar we didn't eat processed foods she wasn't drinking alcohol but carrot juice isn't good for you right you know if you're drinking I grew up with that shit, and, and, and it tastes too good to be good for you. <laughs> I used to just drink that odd wall of carrot juice. Is like, Were you making it yourself? No, no, no. no. Oh. 7-Eleven odd wall of sugar. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's well, there's sugar. like a ton of sugar in there. But, but it's not added. It's just, it's, just, it's just carrots, juiced carrots. Yeah, but you're not getting any of the, the fiber. Yeah, no the fiber. fiber no fiber. Yeah. This shit is smooth as water. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Oh, it's so sweet. So you're saying if you're going to juice a carrot, I mean, Ian, you, can you put some other things in there? Can you put some beets and sp- celery, spinach? Like, can you put some other things in there? Some people, like, hate vegetables. Okay, well, having a juice with a ton of vegetables is better than nothing at all, right? No, uh, I get what you're saying. So Having a juice yeah. with just vegetables is amazing. Yeah. But the carrot's a weird one, I think. <laughs> just because it's so sweet. I've, yeah. I've, I've heard it's, it's, it's not. Um, how, do you juice? No. I eat a lot of vegetables. My um, in the morning, my wife makes the same thing every morning for for the kids. She put takes an avocado and throws it in the blender with a handful of kale mm-hmm. and a little slice of apple, mm-hmm. and then just they adds, probably love and it and just adds water to it and blends the shit out of it. They probably love it. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. No, I wouldn't call that juicing. It's blending. Yeah, just making yeah. vegetable. Yeah, vegetables. Yeah, apple for sweetness. Yeah. Could you have done anything different with what you know now to help your mom? No, I think my dad did – he's the type of person that, like, when he has his mind to something, he goes, like, a million miles an hour to whatever that is and does as much research as he possibly could. 
I think he had her eating so well and doing so many different things that I'm not sure what we did at least the second time around when the cancer came back that we would have been doing anything different. Do you take any supplements? Take omega threes, but I do chia seeds a lot. I, I don't do like a you lot. You do of chia seeds. Oh, chia seeds. Mm -hmm. Is that a supplement? No, I, I mean, but it's omega threes, right? Oh, okay. So you mean as opposed to like fish oil? Yeah. And uh, are you vegetarian? No. You just prefer the omega threes from plant than animal, or? Well, I do the food based sources of omega threes too. I'll take some fish oil supplements, but I do a lot of just. If you're eating a balanced diet, getting real foods, different colors and from vitamins or different from different vegetables of you know vitamins and minerals, then you're going to get a balanced diet. I don't think loading up with a ton of supplements. The supplement industry isn't tested. You don't know what's going in those pills. Like mm -hmm. you know, if they're tested by informed choice, okay, great. But most of them, what's in on the bottle is not what's actually in the pill. Yikes, yikes. Did you see one of your articles was translated into Chinese? No, which one? Uh, I don't know. I don't read Chinese. But Is it the last one? Hopefully it's the last one. That one was the best one. Is that the the building the clients upside down? You did think that was the best one? I liked that one the best. I read that one last. So so by then I was like, I, there, I was so full of good stuff that maybe, maybe um, let me see. Uh, I took a screenshot. Let me see. Which one is it? Yes, it is that one. Cool. It is that one. We Can you tell by the picture? Yeah, by the upside down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's in Spanish. Cool. Or that might be Portuguese shit. Sorry, people. I know that's culturally insensitive and ignorant, but that's how it goes. Um, it is quite. Oh, wow. You've contributed some great things to the journal. Um, ongoing coaching, creating content, coaching the right coach. Are you building clients upside down? Um, systems and success. Time is money. There's two things going on with you. You are an expert in nutrition, but you're also an expert in building um, nutritional services. It's two, two, two separate things, right? Yeah. You know, what we took the model that we implemented in my private practice and at the gym. Who's we? Um, me. Okay. And you know, my team. Okay. I, now I have a team that helps me, so it's very... I couldn't see your husband's um, Instagram account. It's private, oh, by the way. Yeah. Just He's... so you know. Gosh, Did you know that? Jason. No, I didn't know he was <laughs> Cause private. Because you, you're in. What's his name? <laughs> Jason? Mm -hmm. Come on, oh, Jason. I was going to say Jeff. Is it Jason? It's Jason. Yeah. <laughs> nice work, Matt. And how... I'm, I'm sorry, you might have already covered this, but how do you, how do you pronounce your full name? Uh, Nicole Marchand Acoin. 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 Okay. Not what I guessed. Um, yeah. Nice we... family. <laughs> Thanks. Um, what were we asking him? I got distracted because I started talking about Jason. Two, <laughs> you have two things going on. Mm -hmm. Nutritional expert, but also expert in building nutritional services for other people. So, so teaching people what, what, what you built. So it took me 10 years to figure out how to put all the stuff that I learned in grad school into usable format. You know, I, graduated as a dietitian. That's great. I know medical nutrition therapy. I know how to manage someone's kidney disease through nutrition or whatever. That's, that's awesome. But there was no way to take all of that stuff and put it into a usable format for clients to help them see long-term success. Like how you charge, how you set up me memberships, how ongoing coaching works. Your clients need something more than meeting with them one time. 
they need accountability and support the whole way. What about social media and Instagram or MailChimp or following up with clients? Like, what does that all look like in a business model? It took a long time to figure that out. And I, a gym in North Florida actually reached out to me asking me to run my nutrition program. And I needed a way. Ask you to run your nutrition program? That's how this whole thing started with me working with gyms. Um, They wanted to run my nutrition program. And I was like, I there's a lot of laws about nutrition and oh yeah you're in a fuck especially in florida man what's wrong with those fucking people over there (laughs) i don't know um (laughs) gosh i think you have a good governor uh is is the governor jeb bush is he florida is he the governor he's he's still kicking around i think so he's the good he's the good bush (laughs) he's the good bush you know i there's a lot of you know, great 60 minutes piece on Jeb Bush. I like see that like regardless of what side of the thing. No. It's awesome. It's actually Rick Scott. Rick oh. Scott. Oh, sorry. But it's that was All close. right. Well, yeah. but Jeb's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go on. So so a gym asked you, hey, will you come run? And you say run like 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 to... you're a foreigner. Um, did you know that? You say the word run like you're a foreigner. Do I? Kind of. Hmm. Did you think so, Matt? I'd have to hear it again. Well, now I'm not going to say it right. <laughs> so a gym asked you, hey, will you run this nutritional program that you've devised? And where did they see you running it? Where where was this program that was 10 years in the making running that they witnessed it? So I was going around. So we had the local business, right? I was seeing clients. I was coaching across at a CrossFit at that point. And we started going around to the state of Florida and doing nutrition challenges at different gyms. And people saw good results. But at the end of the day, if they didn't have some support after the challenge was over people weren't able to sustain those changes. Like they needed someone to be their cheerleader and check in with them. Like I read in your article in the CrossFit Journal. There you go. This is kind of an amazing stat. 20% of the people losing weight keep off 10% or more. That's fucking horrible. Well, (laughs) think about it. You know, you lose all this weight and then life happens. You get busy and you're not making that a priority anymore and you don't have anyone to stay accountable to, and then you just slowly creep back into old habits. And um, that's what was kind of happening with the challenges that we ran. Yes, we focused on behavior. Yes, people saw good results. But I started working with a lot of people individually, distance clients, after the challenge was over because they still wanted some support. And the gym, we it's actually from my hometown. I didn't know them growing up or anything. And uh, they had asked me, like, hey, can we run your nutrition program? And my immediate thought was, no, I'm not going to be able to make it so you can't mess it up. Like, I went to school for a long time to figure this out. I don't want anyone messing this thing up. And then I was like, well, what if I made it so systemized that every single thing that happened in my office was exactly what she did? Everything that was given to clients is exactly what I give to them. All the follow-up is exactly the same way. Then why couldn't she run it? If I gave all the material, she wasn't actually writing anything. Did you have a mentor that kind of pushed you to that? That's like, hey, Nicole, do this. So Chris found out about me after we were successfully doing it at her gym. He, okay. he was like, he had asked her, hey, how are you running nutrition? And she said, well, I've got this, you know, girl in South Florida, dietitian, and she's helping us. And he said, hey, I want to talk to her. Got me on a podcast a couple of years ago. And then it's slowly progressed and now you graduated to the big time from cooper's little rinky dink podcast to sitting across matt i was on on cooper's podcast once i love cooper's podcast i've been Uh, on there a few times i think three or four he's amazing 
He's my favorite person. Even though his book doesn't have any pictures. Oh yeah, in the spacing. <laughs> oh gosh, I saw. I couldn't. That. I couldn't. Like, there's some spacing in your book. I'm okay too. with the spacing, but the 3. lack of. 3.0. <laughs> yeah, his the is a bit excessive. Of, the lack of pictures. Come on, Chris. Well, that was actually some of the feedback we gave. But, oh, I but the spacing. To it. <laughs> but it does, his book does make you feel smart because you read that shit in a couple of days. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a you comic know, book. You're like, whoo! I did read it. Good. I killed. Read a book. I learned. So I, before getting on that podcast, I read Help First and Chris Cooper's book, mm -hmm, Chris mm -hmm. Cooper's book. And then I read the two brain business 2.0. Mm -hmm. Do you have it over here? No. It's here somewhere. Um, and even not owning a gym at that time, I took away so many points from it. Like you can really, it's all about relationships. It's all about following up. It's finding the right people to be, you know, helping you with systems. Right. So you know, I think he's really helped and we had been using two brain business since we opened the gym and we were profitable from day one. You know, there's, he's doing something right. Oh, he, people love him. He's, he's, and, and for the right reasons, he's, he's no fucking dummy and he's very articulate and concise and, um, and he gives people the confidence they need to follow through with his program. So, excuse me. So you developed this, let me see if I, I got this right. You developed this program mm -hmm. it works yeah. but you have to be there well I, and then yeah someone says and so you run it you're running the operation and you could run a group of how many people 30 people yeah 40 nutrition clients is typically where i'll cap myself okay so you can run you can go to a gym and you could run this and then someone's like hey can you do it over here and you're like nope sorry i'm over here and then you Start. It percolates a little bit, and you're like, hmm, maybe I can replicate this. Yeah. So you come up with a stack of papers. Sort of, yeah. And these stack of papers are the code, the Nicole Coin <laughs> nutritional program code. And what do you call the business now? Um, HSN Mentoring it, under Healthy Subs Nutrition. HSN sure. Mentoring. Yeah. And um, is there a website, HSN? So it's all under Healthy Steps Nutrition right now, but Healthy Steps Nutrition. we actually are separating the website. It was supposed to be done yesterday, but I didn't want to do it mm, while I was out mad. here. Okay. Um, but it's separating tomorrow. So you come up with this, this, this secret dossier of how to, how to do the program. And this is a CrossFit gym? Yeah, that you, CrossFit gym. And you tell her, hey don't fuck this up. I worked really hard. This is the first time it's going to be done. And she literally, and, and these gym owners ran, then ran the program at their gym. So she, yep. We had some training calls to make sure that we were both on the same page. I had her run me through a consult over the phone to make sure it was consistent with what I would have done. Um, I gave her like different case scenarios to see like, okay, how would this work? We had a calculator on the website. So like a lot of the stuff was automated. So she wasn't actually writing a lot of the material, any of the material given to clients. Um, and yeah, she was doing really well. She was helping so many people with their nutrition and people were seeing better results. Her gym was growing, not just from what we were doing, but it was a different, it was another source of revenue, right? So that- What year was this? 2014. Okay. I think so that's an exciting time for you. I remember, you know, after 
she had called me and said, hey, Chris Cooper wants, and I had, I wasn't in the gym business. I didn't know who Chris Cooper was, but she's like, Chris Cooper wants to have you on a podcast. So I get off the phone with her. I'm like, oh, let me Google Chris Cooper. Who is he? And I remember telling my husband, we were sitting on the couch. I was like, what if we had 50 gyms that were running our program? Like, how awesome would that be? How cool would it be if we helped 50 gyms implement nutrition? And gosh, fast forward a few years and we like laugh about it now. Like, wow. <laughs> how many gyms have implemented it? Like over 200. Uh, any outside the U.S.? A lot. Going back big picture here for a second, you know, I, um, I don't follow any of these people anymore, but there were a lot of people on Instagram for a long time who were like these motivational speakers or like people telling people to get off their ass or just do this or do that. And, and, and you know, maybe they do help people. But your story is so my story. Your story is so Greg Glassman's story. Your story is so everyone's story. I bet you it's Chris Cooper's story. I can't remember who... Um, was successful. You were a dietitian, and then you weren't lazy, and you didn't like what the results you were getting in the hospital are you in. So you went off and did something else, and then you found CrossFit, and then you incorporated that into your thing, and then you worked with your clientele within what you loved, and then you were just doing your thing and doing your passion, and it just it just leapfrogged over. Like people ask Greg all the time about you know. Um, how the business started and it started just like that yeah like he was just fucking training people and then someone asked him hey will you put the workouts on the internet and craig's like what's the internet <laughs> i mean you know what i mean yeah and and it, it's it's just um it's it's remarkable this stuff happens for people who work hard and who love what they're doing and they're not um, you're not searching you weren't searching for these we haven't advertised at all with the nutrition consulting business i haven't done any advertising. I, honestly, I was scared to grow fast because I didn't want to. I wanted to make sure everyone was doing it right. Everyone. You sound like Greg there too. You don't want to dilute the program or lose I, your authenticity or get it bad. Like, I it's want, all you have. Yeah, it's your baby. Yeah. And you know, is the program different today than it was a few years ago? Absolutely, it's changed and evolved. The foundation's still the same. Our focus is still on disease prevention. Our focus is still on real foods and teaching people that they need to eat to live, you know, and not shove a bunch of food down their face. You know, I, when I look at, we released the app this year and that's been a huge help with automating the, the processes for nutrition coaches and us too. Like, you know, you can manage, people need more touch points to be successful with a nutrition program. They need accountability and support. And the more accountability you can give them without you actually reaching out to them every single day, the better. Right. There were some great. There was. This is kind of a digression, but there were some great um, points in one of the articles. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to put this in on my life too. When you have contact with clients, choose a method to contact them, whether it be email, text, or a phone call, and stick with it. Yeah. Don't let people fucking like the same person bombard you on all three methods, and then also set set a window. Yeah. Our time is between three and six Monday through Friday. Yeah. If you need me. Yeah. And we're only gonna text. Yeah. And I was like, it's um, it's pretty cool. You know, I thought I, that was some great time management advice. I made so many mistakes when I started, and one of them was that, like, I would have people Facebook message me, and then text me, and then email, and all these. I couldn't keep track of conversations. I couldn't keep track of what was the last thing that we talked about. Where are they at now? And then when people text or with the Facebook Messenger, people can see when you read it, right? So like, if they didn't, if oh, I didn't yeah. respond immediately, it was like, what? What? Why isn't she responding? It's like, well. I'm with my kids right now, and we're at a soccer game. I'm Fuck sorry. Fuck your kids. 
you know, <laughs> I need to lose 60 pounds. <laughs> it, you know, I think you have to set boundaries or else your business will eat you alive. Matt, Matt understands that fully. What are boundaries? I don't know. <laughs> Matt has no boundaries. What's, what's the name of the app? Um, well, it's our app. Healthy Subs Nutrition. And Healthy I can download it at the Apple store. I'm trying to plug this thing. Yeah. I know, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, <laughs> um, he throws you an alley. Get those downloads. I'm slam, sorry. You're supposed to slam dunk that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's been helpful because we have automated preset programs for us. So when a new client comes over, I just drag over the new client program and different automated videos pop up every single week. So they're seeing content from us. There's automated messages. Hey, how's it going this week? What's your favorite recipe so far? Here's where to find awesome recipes. Well, hold hold on a second. Your business, Healthy Steps Nutrition, yeah, has an app. Yeah. And what does that app do? Like, can can like if Matt wants to lose some weight, he can just go get the app and pay. So and pay uh, right now on the program. No, the way it works is um, your affiliate has to. You have to run the the nutrition program, so any of our clients okay. can use it. Okay. Um. And then any gym using our program. What if my gym is not doing your program, but I want to get on your program? We actually have a few clients that we work with, um, distance clients, that uh, their gym doesn't offer nutrition. And we work with them individually. Even the, the gyms that run our nutrition program, if they have someone with diabetes or kidney disease or cancer, you know, all these different things, we'll work with them individually first to get them on a plan. You know, the laws are so strict with medical nutrition therapy. I don't, I don't mess around with that. Like we don't. In every state? Most states. Yeah. Uh, that we work with them individually first. I do. You know, the dietitian works with them first and then we'll transfer them back over to the client. Does it trip you out that there's this message coming out of CrossFit HQ and, 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 um, and, and not, not even out of CrossFit HQ, out of the fucking affiliates? We, we cure licensure. diabetes? Oh, no. I think that's awesome. I mean, no. does it, I mean, by, I mean, we know it, but do you think that that opens up um, those people to litigation? The laws are so outdated. Um, I called the Dietitian Association in Florida and asked, like, okay, Let me what? guess. They're owned by Coca-Cola. I don't know. but <laughs> Sorry for being so pessimistic, but it's bad out there. Okay. Um, I asked, you know, like, hey, what legally can people, like, what can we, if you're not a dietitian, what can you say or what can you do? And she, she basically told me that anyone who's not a dietitian cannot talk about nutrition at all. I'm like, what are we fighting for? Like, as dietitians, we should be helping CrossFit owners. You mean and charge for it, and there be an exchange of money. So, yeah. like at the subway station, you and I could talk. As long as it's general recommendations, and you can't like, but if you look at the laws, it's so interesting. Like, it in Florida, one of the exceptions is if your program was written and overseen by a dietitian, then you're then you're okay. All right. Well, my program's written by me, and I oversee right. every single client that. Right. It you know. The team does. What, what's the difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist? Great question. There's a big difference. Thank you, Matthew. Um, and hold on to it for a while. <laughs> so, dietitian, you have to go to undergrad four years to get a degree in dietetics, mm -hmm. and then you have to do a internship or a combined internship master's program that's like 1,800 hours um, of clinical and different experience, right? So I did a combined program. So I got my master's, did the internship, and then I took a board exam after to be able to become licensed 
So that's, and that makes you a nutritionist. That makes me a dietitian. dietitian. Oh, nutritionist. You can you can call yourself a nutritionist. Like in most states, it's not a legally backed term. Uh, you can take a degree online and quote unquote call yourself a nutritionist. And that's a big misconception in with even clients that I talked to. Like, oh, I saw a nutritionist, and they told me I had one client come in, and they told me. They were on a different fad diet every single week. That was what the nutritionist told them to do. Sounds Hmm. like a documentary. I was like, what the (laughs) hell is going on? Like, why would someone tell, okay, you're going to carb load this week. Next week, you're going to do paleo. The following week, you're going to do keto. Then the next week, you're going to do something else. Throw in some fasting. Yeah. Intermittent fasting, of course. So I was like, wow. And weird, she couldn't lose the weight. I didn't, she didn't understand why she couldn't lose the weight. Um, It was it's hey, sad. if you do all the different um, diets, you just won't get bored. Yeah. And you'll lose weight without getting bored. Uh, exciting. And you'll get to eat chocolate cake. Oh, geez. How do we know, so as presumptuous and pompous and arrogant as this is going is, is to sound, it's true. Um, the way to move and the way to eat is all found in the CrossFit Journal. We know there's other people out there who are telling you how to move, who say they're the experts and who certify people, and they're fucking out of their mind. They've led to um, they've led to numer- millions of injuries and yeah. and shit tons of deaths, like 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 even the hydration standards, the Gatorade had right. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's insane. Thinking you're going to increase your electrolytes by drinking Gatorade? No, you are not increasing your electrolytes by drinking anything. Anybody out there? So. You only dilute your electrolytes when you drink stuff. But anyway, how do you know that when you become a dietitian that the information that they're giving you is correct? Like people are certified in human movement. We just had a guy in here the other day who was an Olympian, the youngest Olympian um, in his in his sport in downhill skiing, and he's saying that the training at the Olympic facility is a fucking joke compared to what he's getting at CrossFit Avalanche. How do we know that? The, I mean, are the when you when you when you went to school. So this is the longest fucking question ever. No, Matt, I'm, don't fall asleep over there. I'm following. Yeah. Um, how um, do we? How, how do we know that you got the right information? There's something you said back here. I like you. Chris likes you. So I mean, in, in you own a CrossFit gym, so you got a lot of cred. But back here, you said you know, like like you know how to the diet for liver disease. You know the diet for type two diabetes. And right away, it we kind of like taught. set off we my were, spidey sense. Like, we what were, does she know? We were taught that. Um, What's interesting, I have a client that I'm working with who has, she's a dietitian, she has diabetes, and she is so confused. Um, So she's distance clients, we talk weekly. So she was super confused about, um, you know, why her diabetes wasn't, you know, why she can get it under control. And when it came down to it, she was just looking at net carbs. So like she was subtracting all the fiber, and then as long as she got under X number of net carbs per day, which is technically maybe what we learned back in school. At this point, I I can tell you how to manage your diabetes. Cut the amount of sugar that you have. Cut the amount of carbs. Eat more vegetables. Have a little healthy fat and have some lean protein and eat consistently throughout the day. Don't drink your calories. Eat them. You know, when I look at what she was doing, she... All she cared about was like one thing, net carbs. But she still was getting too much, even then. And I'm like, okay, we need to go back, backtrack a lot of steps to reteach you how to manage this thing, not what you're doing. You know, and I think people are 
confused. You know, you I went to the um, health conference last year and they were talking about dietitians and, um, you know, how it's all corrupt and I, I'm not going to say yes or no. I'm, I'm stuck in the middle. Right? You, well, you're not stuck in the middle. You, you hold, you, at least in my, in my opinion, if I'm, if I'm understanding you correctly, you hold, you hold the degrees so that you can practice. Of course. But you're a practitioner at the highest level who, um, who, God, what was the term Greg used? Um, believing your lying eyes was that the term basically you're a practitioner like you're a practitioner and you know what what's working i see it every you know day. that like managing diabetes isn't what you want to do with your life you want to cure diabetes you yeah. don't want to be you're not you like like you're not there to teach people hey you had this candy bar so take this much insulin you're there to be like hey guys let's just stop eating the candy bars let, i got a program that can get you off the candy bar of course you know I, when you look at What's your overall goal for your business? For me, I want people to live longer. I want them to be able to see their kids walk down the aisle. I want them to be able to do what they want to do and be active and not have to be on a million medications that are causing more side effects, right? I mean, for every medication, there's a slew of side effects. So we're not just going to put you on a medication to cover your blood sugar being managed and then you not have issues from that, right? So, you know, my goal is to get people off their medications so that they are just managing their diabetes through they're not having they don't have they're cured because they're eating healthy i mean the guy i posted a success story on the healthy steps nutrition page today um on the instagram oh look yeah, there that it guy. is damn Eric. so nice job um he oh there's another one of your things the old whiteboard you give that advice too in one of the articles. Mm -hmm. I like it. You know, people don't want to stand it. Like they don't want before and after pictures. It's uncomfortable. Like most people are not proud of where they started from, but they're super proud to stand behind a board of all their hard work. Uh, but he, he came to us. So we had, um, a kid that I've been working with for a while. His dad owns a company and they asked me to work with one of the employees because he was super overweight. And I was like, why don't we just do a nutrition challenge at your facility, allow them to come into the gym, and we can not target this one person that needs to lose weight. We can help everyone. So that's what we did last year. Um, this wasn't the guy that originally they he had asked me about, but he's one that came from that company, and he completely changed his diet. He His number one goal the first day he met me, he's like, I, I need, I'm diabetic, and I need, I need help. I need to get off medications and I need to get my A1C under control. I'm like, okay. Does he cry when he tells you that? No, he's like passionate, That's pumped about it. He's like, I need, awesome. I need help. And what I was doing before isn't working. So get him started with nutrition. He comes in to the gym and he had never done anything like this before. It was awesome to start off. Um, and he when you say he's never done anything like this before what like is any, this take control like of his life or? that and like the fitness the group ac exercise like he would probably go oh, and do like that okay no nothing um that so, group exercise is for women well he just you know it, it, people picking up a barbell or doing you know like it's very new to a lot of people when they come in and he how old is he probably late probably early 50s okay and, and i say it's for women because like like even me at 46 like i grew up like all all the all the group classes you saw on tv were always women yeah always yeah no men 
Yeah. They had Richard Simmons lead a class, <laughs> but never be in the class. Yeah. So he, he completely changed his diet and his lifestyle. And he came back a few months later and he's like, hey, got my A1C back. It's down like to normal. It's down to normal. I'm off. I don't have to take any medications anymore. And he's still doing exactly what he was doing when he stopped. But that was his goal. And now, of course, we've set different goals. So he has something to still strive for. But you saved his life. I gave him all the tools for him to save his life. You gave him all the tools to save his life. I yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's the most rewarding thing I could ever be doing. Oh, my God. It's so cool. You can tell your kids you do that. Yeah, you must be so fucking proud. It's fun. How many people? In the, how many people came from his business? I think we had twenty-five people sign up for the nutrition challenge. How, what's the boss tell them? Does the boss tell them they have to do it? Do they get <laughs> so paid? It was do they get con- paid to be there? It was a construction company, and there, it was funny. We work with another construction company, and I trained the CEO and CFO of that one. Um, I've been working with them for years, and they're much more proper. And these guys, this this owner he was he was funny he's like you're doing it you're doing like kind of joking around forced them but kind of prodded them into going right um but yeah they they did awesome they all did it together they jumped into classes we did like a group on ramp for them so they weren't just jumping right into our regular classes and now they're in the regular classes and doing great we still talk about nutrition all the time they come in and do um scans to see like their body fat percentage going down muscle mass going up so it those little successes motivate them. Tell me about the scans. Um, do I get? I need to get sponsored by InBody. <laughs> is that is that who does your scans? InBody, if you're listening. We have. Um, is it like we, a dunk tank or so it's a or what? it's an InBody. Um, it's a composition scanner. So you stand on it, feet and hands, runs an electrical impulse, but then it prints out. This it runs really a what impulse? Electrical impulse. Um, it gives you this awesome printout that shows you muscle mass in your arms, your legs, body fat percentage, water weight. But then at the bottom, it shows you. Maybe you can. Oh, I'd be up. so scared to get on one of those. I'm um, curious what what you I'd, would score on that. I would just it's, be a blob of water. <laughs> He's just a sack of water. Oh no, there's some beer in there. <laughs> um, Maybe a cucumber or two. <laughs> Definitely a cucumber or two. But it shows two. you. <laughs> dang, I have one, I have my skin, but it's not here. Um, it's portable. No, no, like the, the, the printout. Oh, I how are you? Are you, are you? do you, are you, are your numbers as good as you look? <laughs> like you look good, um, but you could be faking it. Oh yeah. This right. is what it looks like. Holy shit. It's really cool. It tells me, it took me a year to convince my husband that we needed it. How much is it? $6,000. What's the name of the company? In body. In body. Have you yeah. sold a bunch of these too? Great company. So, you I know, mean, I mean, <laughs> that kind of sucks because you don't work for them or get a cut, but you probably, I, but you probably sold some. Oh, so. And you could sell so many. Yeah. Every single free call I have with. We'll edit this part of the podcast until they cough up some loot. Yeah, I agree. Um, every <laughs> single free, free call I have with gym owners are like, do you need to embody to run a successful nutrition program? That's a question that gets asked all the time. No, of course you don't need an embody to run. You don't need a $6,000 machine to talk about nutrition with your clients. But you do no, need a way to track your client's progress so that they see the numbers going down and they're motivated. Buy a dollar tape measure and buy a little handheld machine. Is it the most accurate thing? No, but it's going to show trends. Some and sort of feedback. Yeah. What's know, the handheld machine? Is it like also electric Omron? impulses? Oh. Yeah. It, let me see. So it's funny. I read a article... Um, from Juan Kilgore, uh-huh. and he was talking about calipers and uh-huh. 
you know, at the... That's old school, right? Yeah. And we were at the airport headed to the board meeting, the certification board meeting. And he was talking to me about how they're the most accurate thing. And I'm like, let's look at logistics here for, for your clients. Um, do you think a woman who's 50 pounds overweight and has, is so uncomfortable with her body is going to be comfortable with having you pinch her back fat? Probably not. Definitely not. So if you can do a handheld device and just show them the number so that you have a starting point, that's going to make them feel more comfortable and give you something to track from versus pinching someone's back fat. I wouldn't even feel comfortable with someone pinching my back fat, and I don't have that much. So Matt tries to pinch my back fat every day. <laughs> I've done it twice, stayed before 8 o'clock. So what what are you pulling from this? I'm looking. Oh, yeah, I want to look at that. Can I yeah. look at that chart again? I'm, I'm curious and Eric, why what the you... fuck is going on with the headphones? Did we buy a cheap setup? system yeah. or do we have cheap cables what's going on i feel like mine's out but hopefully you can hear me we do that just so we have an edge on you cool <laughs> <laughs> okay so go down to the bottom so that's the, so so when someone stands on this metal plate how long does it take for to you to get all that information it's like 30 seconds not okay. even so and does it tickle no. like your not pubic e hairs get all weird and mm. no not even a they, little they have a thing at the games you could go get a scan when you're at the games oh because they have a booth yeah yeah oh we should you have... guys you have to hook a nicole up nicole you I should know. be a rep for them i know i okay. although do you think it would fuck with your authenticity if you sold this shit well i don't i would never sell it but i think they at least should give me something yeah i think so too um, hey we need one of these here by the way you In should Bali, have one will yeah. you please send one over to uh <laughs> sevon at crossfit.com i just want to beat eric in this i'm not even sure what we're measuring i'll make every guest come in here and stand on this shit <laughs> before okay Honestly, let's go let's go so let's look okay down, so down here <laughs> you got <laughs> weight uh skeletal muscle mass and then body fat percentage so this has come in handy so many times when you have women who are coming in to lose weight right who've never worked out a day in their lives and they start exercising and especially I'm thinking of one of our members oh my gosh she's amazing and if we would have not had this we probably would have lost her and it because she'd put on weight and so lost body fat she had she's it's like three months down from joining the gym she joined the gym three months and she was coming consistently and eating really well and she's like Nicole I'm not losing weight this isn't working for me and I'm like, yes, it is. But thankfully, on day one of our intake, on our on-ramp, they get a scan. So we have a starting point for every is that, single. Is that standard? For our, Even yeah. people who don't sign up for the nutritional stuff, they still get scanned? Every single person comes in and gets a scan. Complimentary scan? They, we want to know where they're starting from. And so I'm like, okay, let's just do a scan. It's been three months. Let's see where you're at. Her body fat percentage is down 4%. Muscle mass is up. I'm like, look at, look at, you're changing your body composition. Don't be so worried about the number on the scale. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what the number on the scale is. If your body fat percentage is going up, your muscle mass or body fat percentage is going down, your muscle mass is going up. This is what you want to see. Eventually, right. yeah, maybe your weight will go down, but I, Let's not just be focused on one number. And so many women are focused on that number. Totally. And, and, and men. Yeah. You know, actually, there was an Instagram post today. Go look up Jessica Griffith. It's right on her Instagram page. It's a picture of her from like seven years ago and a picture of her today. And she is. Do you know who that is? No. Oh, She's man. A fittest nurse. She's amazing. Fittest nurse. Eric Hayes. She's a freaking nature. But it's the most recent one. She's probably the same weight. She's heavier on this on this side. I think, yeah. I think it's like 13, it's 11 pounds heavier here than she is here. Yeah. But if she would... Dude, look at that hair. She got an extra 10 pounds of hair. Look at that elbow. <laughs> <over the laughs> that shit's amazing. 
But I mean, I don't mean to sidetrack it, but to bring it to your point, like that might be nicer than Emily Abbott's hair. <laughs> she does have cool hair, but it is. It's not the number on the scale that ultimately matters, especially but when you're making a huge life change. If you aren't tracking your client's progress, and I didn't have that starting point, what would I tell her? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it's okay. Like, no, they need to see numbers. They need to see changes. And if you don't have a way to track that or you're not checking their biometrics at the beginning, you're doing them a disservice. Can we go back to those metrics? Although it would be cool just to keep looking at Jessica Griffith. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, was, that was, it was just fleeting. Uh, so so when I see this, I, I see this body. Oh, it's, it is history. Okay, and there's dates below. Okay. Yeah, so you can track. Does the, does the plate come with software? Like, like how, do, how do those numbers get put in there? So we give every person an ID code. I do their birthday. Mm-hmm. So every time they come to get a new scan, I plug in their birthday. Then when the printout comes, it shows the previous scans. Okay. So they do get logged into some software that comes with this yeah. in-body. Yeah. In-body has the software that lets yep. you track people. Yep. Can we look at some other stuff? What's, what, what's this trunk, right leg, left leg? What are these numbers? So this is actually pretty cool. So I... The segmental vis- lean analysis that's the category sorry go on um so the gymnastics facility that i work with i talked to them i'm like if we know that if gymnasts are favoring one side of their body over another so if they're stronger on one side than the other side most likely they're going to get hurt on that weaker side mm-hmm. so if we can scan every one of those gymnasts and based on the scan start helping do extra conditioning to make sure they're a little bit more evened out. Think about how many injuries we, we would prevent. They oh were, my God. I so need that. I'm so much were, stronger on one side <laughs> than the other. It's a mess. Well, that was what we did with, um, some of the gymnasts and we do strength and conditioning with the gymnastics facility as well as nutrition. And they, um, yeah, it's been awesome to. There's so many different applications. What do I have? Do I have to get down into that? <laughs> no. I don't, where did you I find gotta, this video? I got. I got a pair. I don't want to do that. I don't want to pair of those if you want to borrow them. No. I've seen those on your Instagram, Matt. Were you wearing <laughs> oh those? Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. So is that your setup? You have you have that thing, and then you have a little printer sitting on a chair next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Not a chair, but yeah, it looks like that. It looks like the Scientology. So you get the like the and look things. at what is what? he doing? Look, this at is so, where did <laughs> yeah. you find this video? I like this how he just awkward. drives his penis right into the. <laughs> that's not awkward. It's normal. It's awkwardly. You're a doctor, Nicole. Come it's on. It's awkwardly close. You're to doctor me. of nutrition. <laughs> oh my word! Matt, close your mouth. <laughs> so yeah, you get this printout. That's actually what ours looks like. Um, the picture instead of the numbers, but it's the same thing. And and it's in private. You're not like someone like like if I went in there, you you wouldn't like say out loud so someone else could hear. Oh, seven, you have forty two percent body fat. No, and this is one of the things when we work with corporate companies, the employees don't want their bosses to know what their body fat percentage is or anything yeah. like that, and it's all confidential. We'll give a results summary to the company after and say based on all your employees who completed you know the challenge this is the average loss this is the total loss so that they can see the return on investment like okay we spent this money but our employees made some awesome changes um and but- carol gained weight so fire her <laughs> <laughs> but we don't we don't point out any per- people's names have you ever done this with someone who starts um on a steroid program no that'd be kind of so. cool just to see right yeah, I don't think so. Just to juice like Dan Bailey up to the fucking hilt and <laughs> scan him up. And... <laughs> or sumo wrestler. Yeah. From like his beginning of his journey. Yeah. So.
you've per, you you've perfected it and you continue to perfect it. You make the program better and better and better. And you run this out of your gym. Why did you open a CrossFit gym? So I because you you were already a, you you were you were already a dietitian mm-hmm. and you were working with CrossFitters. Yep. Oh, how did you? Let's go back a second. How did you find CrossFit? What was your first workout like situation? <laughs> so I cheered in college, mm-hmm. and when I stopped cheering in college, for I, what for what kind of sport? For which school? University of Florida. So like football, basketball, all that stuff. Yeah, gators. gymnastics, gators. Yep. Wait, cheerleaders go to gymnastics. Cheer yeah, for gymnastics. Yeah, it was so much fun. That was the most entertaining thing ever. Wait, when, when were you there? Uh, oh, four, five to. Did you have a poster over up on your wall in no, college? No, they went to the national championship in two basketball. Times. Yeah, they beat UCLA two years. Well, not championship one year, final four one year. Yeah, we had, well, football championships. I was there the best years. It was awesome. I, I got very lucky. Tebow, right? Mm-hmm. And Chris Leak. Was that fun? It was the best time. Cheerleading? Yeah. Do you know? Um, did you ever think about becoming a professional cheerleader? <laughs> Is there such a thing? You know, like, well, the, um, the New York Times just did in their podcast a piece on the um, Saints. Yeah. Sensations. Yeah, the Sensations. I yeah. thought I was I was struggling with that piece. Did you see that here? See, uh-huh. I, I listened to it. You know, like it it opens up by saying I she always wanted to be a sensation. Oh my God! Look how <laughs> I was a little baby. Yeah, you are a little baby. Oh yeah. Um, the the piece starts off with um, when she made it on the team, it was nothing like she thought it would be. Well, yeah, no fucking duh. Like it was a sh- and she's like in tryouts they make you try out so hard that by the fourth time you do the routine in a row you can barely stand. Well, yeah, no fucking duh. Like, I, like I didn't. I, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I had similar sense. They were kind of trying to build this Me Too case there that the, the cheerleaders weren't treated well, and they never got into any. Um, they never got anything to too graphic. Like, no one, like no one was raped or like fondled or anything like that. But it was. Um, but they were volunteering for it. Yeah, but like, then don't do it. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. I said. Do you know what I mean? Like she's complaining about the, the way the NFL treats you. Well, then good. Go fuck the NFL. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, but it's kind of it, – it's it just – it's a. I feel like when they do pieces like this, then now I'm on a digression. But like you're you're disrespecting the women who really did have some bad shit happen to them. Like you didn't you – know, Well, this is like – it's like so if a Saints cheerleader enters a restaurant and a player is already there, she must leave. They can't be at parties together. It's, yeah, like, you, it's like you know that. Yeah. Like that's you, like a part of – I mean you have to sign a contract. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Right. You know what you're supposed to do. You know what you're not supposed to do. Honestly, cheering, that's the reason I'm here today. We all, there's a lot of pressure to look a certain way. And I did not have the best eating habits. I would say I definitely had some disordered eating habits just because you had pressure to look a certain way. And the coach didn't want it. She sent us all to a dietitian. And when I left that dietitian's office, is when I changed my major and was like, this is exactly what I want to do. I want to teach people cool. about healthy eating and, I can work with athletes. Like, how awesome would that be? And, um, yeah, I've spent the next. That six is years. cool. Sounds like you had a good coach, cheerleading coach. Yeah, I, you know, I was the best. I had the best time in college, and I it was so much fun. I got to travel a lot of really cool places, and I met so many awesome people, and it it was fun. I I had a great time. Okay, so so you do cheerleading in college, yeah. which, which means you're fit. You're you're used to doing these re- these these routines that. What's the longest so, routine cheerleaders do? Well, we had we had the football trainers like they trained us at like five or four thirty a.m. before the football players came in. So, hmm. yeah, it was interesting. Um, so we, yeah, we did that. It was it, the routines are different. I mean, the football games are three four hours, so 
You were going the whole time, and you had to have a smile on your face because cameras were in front of your face the whole time. And you're on your feet. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I actually went back to um, Gainesville a couple weeks ago, and there's a CrossFit competition there, and competed on the stadium again. It was it was awesome. They had handstands as one of the things. I'm like, yes, bring me back to my cheer days. <laughs> um, yeah, so they I was cheering, and then I stopped, and a friend of mine was like, come to this CrossFit place with me, and I, all she did was talk about CrossFit. I'm like, it's a cult. You guys are crazy. Like, I, I like Was my... she a cheerleader? No. Uh-uh, she wasn't. Um, we worked at, at a bar together. Uh, so Hooters? No, it's called the Swamp Restaurant. Oh, I just like... figured Florida bar girls, <laughs> Hooters. That was the first thing yeah. that came to mind. Is that what this came to your mind? I don't <laughs> think there uh, was a Hooters. Is there a bar in a Hooters? I've never even been in a Hooters. Yeah, there's definitely a bar in Hooters, but I didn't work there. <laughs> going to Hooters for me is like, this is fucked up, but it would be like going into like a sex toy shop or something. Like I just wouldn't <laughs> it's want great. to. It's, it's like a novelty. Yeah, I just wouldn't don't want anyone yeah. to see me going in or out. It's probably not even like that. No, uh, it's not. It's, but you know, like I'm from, I'm from Berkeley. But I'm surprised you worked at a bar. Yeah, you know, it's so when I moved to Gainesville, I had two older sisters that lived there and they're like, the best place to work is the Swamp Restaurant. It's like, okay, well, I'll get a job there. I had no experience at all, but I was determined. It's like, yeah, I can, I can work there. It's a and, house, house restaurant. Yeah. But we, um, the manager wouldn't hire me because I was a cheerleader and you had to work every game day. I'm like, well, I have a good excuse. I'm on the field on game day. I can't work. And then the owner happened to be there one day and he's like a cheerleader. Yeah. I want her to work for me. Smart man. <laughs> so That's why he's the owner. Yeah. I, I worked there and even when I crazy <sighs> enough, um, even after I graduated college, moved down to South Florida to become a clinical dietitian, I would go back on the weekends and work game days because it was so much money. I couldn't give it up. And then I met my husband mm. and decided. I appreciate the honesty. I thought but, you were going to say because it was so much fun. I was going to be like, nah, the tips. Yeah. Tips it was crazy. the money. It, I made more money in two days there than I did an entire week being a dietitian. Awesome. It's crazy. Yep. But it was fun and, you know, it taught me. Did you drink on the job? A little bit? Yeah. Neither confirm nor deny. I definitely can confirm. <laughs> okay. Didn't see that coming. I don't drink like I did then. That's for sure. Okay. Okay. So, um, so, so your friend who works oh, at yeah. Swampland with you. Yeah. You guys are she's, when you guys are done throwing Mos down Moscow mules. You. <laughs> so she's like, "Come with me," and I said no probably fifty times, and then finally she's like, "You're coming." So I went, and we did. Um, it was like an open gym style. So. Uh, it was open gym. So I just did a workout with her. It was like kettlebells, GHDs, and running. Second day in a row I've heard an open gym story. I'd never heard one before. And the guy yesterday told me his first CrossFit um, oh, Park City. CrossFit yeah. Park City yeah, is open yeah. gym. Yeah. So so weird. Okay. We go did on. that. And then I was like, you know what? This is kind of fun. It brings me there. There's a group of people. It kind of reminds me of when I was cheering. You know, everyone's cheering for each other. This is, I fit right in here. Um, so I, Guy, I went to the CrossFit in Gainesville, and were you sore as shit after that first workout? My abs were sore for like two weeks. I'm like, why is my stomach hurt so bad? You didn't even do any abs. What's going on? GHD sit ups. Oh, sorry. Okay, I missed yeah, that. I first day, it was bad. Yeah, Gosh. that is brutal. It was good though. Okay, it was fun. Then I joined CrossFit, and then yeah, it was kind of history since then. And you're you're sold. Yeah. And, and when and when did you decide to do your L one? So I moved down to South Florida and became a dietitian. I didn't know anyone moving down, but I knew I needed a clinical job and I wanted... You weren't married yet. No, I didn't even meet my husband. I didn't know okay. him. Okay. 
So I moved down and then I met him at CrossFit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ooh, big surprise. I know. It's like love mm-hmm. matchmaking CrossFit. Um, so I met him and then I. How does that work? How do you, how do you, you're at the gym, he's at the gym. Was he there before you? So, or yeah. was he a member first? So we, I was, I think I was a member first. Um, I was competing on a team and he came to the competition. So you'd fully embraced. Oh yeah. I was all bought in. Okay. And you hadn't, you haven't done your L1 at this point. No. Okay. No. I, um, was competing and he like, I remember him walking by. I was like, Oh, that guy's kind of cute. Okay. And then, um, he introduced himself to me. And then after that, uh, he started coming to the same class times I did. And then we started talking and he actually, so, so he knew, well, he actually, he came to the class. He's times. a little older than me, and he is like she definitely. He didn't think that we would ever start talking. Um, I don't think. But he, but he, but he still was. A, did he switch classes and come to your class because he was attracted to you, and he just wanted to like God? I if there's a chance in fucking hell, <laughs> I don't. It's know. only gonna happen if I'm in the same class as her. Well, we started hanging out outside of the gym. And he was on like Tinder or something, Matt. Whatever, not Tinder. For not, shame, uh, Grinder. What, what's that one? That's Eric, the one he was Eric, on. Can you talk about that? Match. Yeah, match. match. Yeah, that's yeah, the match one. Match is like a little more serious. That's the one he was on. Yeah. And I remember. How do you know? He told you. Yeah, we were. Oh, we were, but you didn't see him. We weren't talking at that point. We were friends. And he, he was waiting at the bar for like 80 something minutes. He was texting me the whole time for this date. And I was like, if you wait any longer, you're going to have to do a burpee for every minute that you're waiting. Awesome. <laughs> so he ended up doing like 80 something burpees the next time I saw him at the gym. And then, I don't know, we started hanging out. And how much older is he than you? 12 years. It's not bad. It's yeah. a little, little, little weird, yeah, but not bad. What are you hoping for more? <laughs> yeah, it's hoping a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, he's 12 years older than me. Um, yeah, so we, we started talking after that. Do people then, ever confuse him as your dad? Oh my gosh. Yes, one time. <laughs> We were. My mom and dad are the same age, and people confuse my dad, my my dad, uh, for my for my the father of my mom. My mom looked like she was twelve really? until she was forty. Oh God! Wait, wait. Can we get a picture of your husband up here? Wait, this this one, this one picture right there. He's not. He doesn't look that old. Prom night. Dad's taking. His, dad's <laughs> dropping you off at the prom. That's cool. Your, your graduation from high school picture. Oh my God! There's another good picture. There was another good picture of you with the kids. I liked. I liked that one better of them more. I wouldn't even recognize you right there. I like your eyelashes in that one. Thanks. Great teeth. Where the no, keep going. There was where's the one with the kids? It was cute. It's the first time. Oh, that, uh, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one with the yellow shirt. Okay, so someone did confuse him as. So I had a friend um, from the swamp. Actually, she was living with me for a little bit. And she would always call me and Jason, her mom and dad, like kind of took her under her, her wing. She was a few, like maybe six years younger than me, but she would always say mom and dad. And we were at this pretty nice restaurant for my birthday one year. And Jason had surprised me with like six of my friends. And the waitress, she heard the girl say something about dad. And the way you see where this is going. I love it. I love this. So, I love your husband even more now. Yeah, he's, great. he's got some game. Yeah, mad so, game. So the waitress is like, oh, are these all your daughters? Oh, my goodness. And he was 
he doesn't get embarrassed easily, but I think I was more embarrassed than he was. And I was just like, no, no, I'm soon to be his wife, lady. (laughs) (laughs) I think we were engaged at that point, but oh my gosh. My sons have the same hairstyle your daughter has. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they do. The bunny? Yeah, the they, they got they got the bun. Um, <laughs> are the are those twins? Did you say? Mm-hmm. And they're seven years old. Mm-hmm. So they they're my stepkids. And they're okay, so from... you, you didn't birth them. No, I didn't. Birth I was going to ask you about birthing women or birthing birthing women birthing, birthing kids twins. as a CrossFitter. Okay, so so you're you're going to this gym. He sneaks into your class, and and there's a it's a very long subtle courtship. I feel like it, yeah, I guess. We, I mean, Sounds we, we like became, it. We became friends. Hey, if a guy's then, texting you from a bar while he's waiting for another woman, like he either knows that there's, I mean, I, I mean, I'm no master at. I think at, this is like a week after we met. It wasn't very long after that that match story happened, and then we started. I mean, but still, I mean, he he's not expecting anything, right? No. By telling you about. No. I mean, that's not a way to tell a girl you're single, right? No. That you're getting stood up at a bar. No, yeah. but that's, she showed up. That's though. smart, though. You like, like it? You like that? Well, it's like it, you get to like dictate what he's doing. Mm. I, I see. I see what he's sewing. Yeah, right. I, I mean, it works, right? We yeah. have to have him. On, <laughs> we have to have him on the show. Good point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then we started dating. So Are you immediately that. judging him for what he eats? Like when you go out with him? Great question. So, we pretty much his eating habits now are a lot better than when we met. Uh, we most of the time when we go out to eat, we share like an appetizer and a and an entree. I mean, the portion sizes are so big when you go out to eat, but he does have a sweet tooth. He likes a lot of sweets. Jason, I know. What about the kids? They eat very healthy. Yeah, they eat extremely healthy. And um, their you- stepmom or their real mom and us are on the same page with the food, so it's good. How long has that been around? app the app um since january is that a game changer for your business it's been super helpful to manage more clients and it's been even more helpful for gyms because they're not having to reach out to their like the contact is is automated right so they are able to manage more clients and their videos that who makes the videos they're me smiling and how many videos are there there's probably 100 in the database. Holy smoke. That's impressive. How many years did it take to come up with that? It, the app has been in the works for the past year. I remember, it, but the compilation of videos has been yeah. going on for a, a long time. Um, we didn't have them all, obviously, in the app before. We are just making the videos, talking about different nutrition tips, and then uh, we started compiling them. Okay, well, these are all the videos about snacks. These are all the videos about working out and eating. These are all the videos about what to do when you're on the road. So kind of group them all together, and then we started making programs um, within the app with it, different videos. And what's the name of the app again? Because I searched H- HSN, and I got Home Shopping Network. <laughs> That's my favorite app, by the way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so it's basically what happens is there's a link um, when you activate your account that, like, takes you directly to it. So I don't know if you can actually – Oh, okay. Um, like, just download it. What the hell is going on? You don't know that? I don't think you can. What do you mean you don't think you can? If it's if it's in the app, Apple Store, it's in the Apple Store. So it's... Do you know stuff about apps that I don't know? <laughs> you probably know a lot more than I do. I know. I'm the media director here. What are you talking about? If your app is in the Apple Store, it's in the Apple Store. So You're saying you can have a hidden app in the Apple Store? No. So what happens is is it's powered by Trainerize. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 
we have like a enterprise account under them. So it switches over to ours, but it's like white labeled, I guess, through trainers. Yeah, you know more than me. <laughs> so, so now that you oversee these gyms, you're, you're basically managing these programs at 200 gyms or however many gyms yeah. you're in. Um, don't you still have to also be running your own program so that you don't lose touch with the little people and the yeah. and the protocols and the yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, and so, you are still running at HSN CrossFit. Yeah, and it's all year round there. Yeah, so you can sign up. It's part of like as I was reading in the articles, and, and you're a big proponent of that. Like basically, like these aren't your words; these are mine. Fuck the fuck the nutritional challenge. Like this is a cornerstone of CrossFit. Like make it. We people I was ask a little me. Okay, go on. People ask me all the time, like, how many challenges a year do you run? I we've run one challenge in the past year. Um, I think people like the idea of a challenge, but our our goal is to get everyone on individual individual ongoing coaching. So hybrid membership that includes nutrition plus CrossFit, not because they're going to pay more, but because that's what they need to be successful. They need to know that they're coming in to check in with us. They need to know that we're going to follow up with them and review their food logs. And the app integrates with MyFitnessPal so I can see if they're logging their food or not. And if they are logging it, what are they doing? Like, what are they eating? So... What was the what was the what was the connection to MyFitnessPal? The app integrates with it, so like it pulls your information from MyFitnessPal to the calendar and the app, so I can see. You love that, huh? You can do that. It's awesome. What do you yeah. mean? I love that. I mean, that's just cool. I mean, you're 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 you do you know that? You I know, think I, she's I think talking that, your language. I think it's pretty slick. You know about you, food and stuff. That yeah. was the biggest thing that we needed, right? We needed something that could automate programs, and we needed something that could integrate with MyFitnessPal. I'm pain, jealous. This is amazing. It's a pain in the butt to go yeah. through and look at diaries for every single nutrition client. It takes a lot of time. Oh, yeah. And once you have 40 nutrition clients, you cannot manage that. No, it wouldn't be possible. It's just you could spend your whole day going through diaries, and that's not well, what you should be doing. No. Um, I mean, have a, you definitely have to analyze. I mean, yeah, see where people came from. Of course, but if there's an easier way to yeah. do it that like integrates into a calendar, mm -hmm. awesome. I love it. And one of the articles you mentioned this, and this is like huge at CrossFit Inc. And, I, and for some reason, just like a shitload of people just don't get this out in the world. I wonder if you got this from Greg. Do you get a lot of stuff from Greg? Either it doesn't matter if you did or didn't, but this is really great. Content creation is about added value. So Greg always tells us, like, hey, marketing is about adding value. It's not about, hey, come buy this and hanging balloons up. It's about adding value to shit. Give people shit. And, like, people thought he was crazy when he launched .com and gave away everything for free. This, the, I think these are your words. Content creation is about added value. This means your post should be more about increasing knowledge than trying to sell something. And it, it, you, yeah. still, you steal that from Greg? No. Oh. But it's... You're just smart, too. <laughs> It's so true. You know, I think Chris Cooper taught you that. You know what? He is the reason that we send multiple emails out a week to gym owners and to people on our email list, giving them tools to be successful. I spend a lot of time writing content and I have someone else that reads over it and makes it sound better after I write it. Um, and every single week we get content from out to our local people that are looking for nutrition help and CrossFit help and our gym owners who are looking with help with running a nutrition business. And now we're starting to work with dietitians too. You know, when you go to school to be a dietitian, you learn a lot about the medical nutrition therapy side and you don't learn about the business. And all of them are starting where I was a few years ago. I had a call with a gym 
gosh, I don't remember the gym's name, but the guy who owns it's part of the own staff and he has a dietitian coach and she is literally exactly where I was five years ago, like in the hospital hating it. And I was like, I goosebumps talking to her. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was you like, this is, I want to help you. Like, I want to help you get away from that and do what you're so passionate about. And they ended up signing up for the nutrition program. Now they're going to run it and she's going to do amazing. But I'm so happy to give her the tools that she needs without reinventing the wheel, right? Like she's going to just take all of her information and run with it and grow her own nutrition business. Did anyone else in your family besides your mom get cancer? My aunt passed away from cancer Same. recently. Same? Breast cancer, yeah, but then it kind of spread everywhere. She actually lived close to here. So. Are you freaked out about that? No. Not at all? No. Why? Are you too young to be freaked out about that? You know, I like what you can go and get like the BRCA test to see if you have that gene for breast cancer. And I've talked about it and I talked to Jason about it. You know, if we were going to have kids, I would want to know before. I don't want to pass that gene on and I wasn't going to have kids if um, if I had that gene. I just I wouldn't want to pass that on to anyone else. Um, but, you know, you do the best that you can do. Right. You eat healthy, you exercise, you do all the things you're supposed to do and you know, sometimes you're given a shit sandwich, but I'm I give do them everything. that all the time. <laughs> that, it's actually an acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you do everything you can to prevent disease. And if you get cancer, you're going to fight like heck to beat it. Right. How old are you? 30. 30. <laughs> Sorry. Are you going to have kids? I don't think so. Because? We're so happy with the two that we have, and selfishly, I really enjoy my alone time. Like, I have the kids. We love them. We do everything with them, and then we send them to their mom, and I have alone time with You're my husband. You're just digging your balance. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a great setup. Honestly, it's it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't made me laugh like that in a while. Thank you. Um, post post content that people can take action on. I like that too. I really like that. Whose book did we? Who's who? We had Greg Amundsen in here, and he had a a, a, a tale weaved, you know, like a, a fable. It's actually mm -hmm. called a fail fable. And at the end, there was like, hey, here, like all the shit that you saw those guys doing in the story, even though she may have seen like make believe or like whatever to you. Here at the end, here's 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 how steps you can do. To yeah. make yourself a better person like this, like my characters in the book did. Yeah. You know, there's so many different things that you can read on the internet and people are confused where to even start. But we did a webinar, Five Steps to Action When Growing a Nutrition Business, and it was pretty popular. I'll do it again next month too. Um, where can they sign up? We'll get a sign up on, on Instagram. I'll put a link. Okay. On the... Send us an email too. If we like okay. it, we'll, we'll send it to our massive email of the day massively massive. successful email of the day i love that email of the day thank you i came up with the name <laughs> did you yeah you mother um but it basically talked about five things that you can do so get a scheduling at one of the biggest mistakes i made starting a business starting the nutrition business was i did everything on my clients time like if you wanted to meet at 10 o'clock on Tuesday and you wanted to meet at five o'clock on Tuesday, absolutely we can do it. And it, mm -hmm. it was like, I would have appointments like six hours apart and then I would drive to the office, do an hour console and then drive home. And then, you know, it was, it wasn't efficient. 
And until I started block scheduling, like, okay, these are the hours that I'm doing nutrition consulting. These are the hours that I'm doing working with whatever clients. So they had hours to book and I could do people back to back. It made it so much more effective for me to run the nutrition business and be able to do other things too. Um, that was number one. That was one of the big things. Consistency with social media, consistency with content. Like you need to get a content, like put a map out of a schedule. Okay, how often am I going to post about nutrition? How often am I going to get a success story? When I look at gyms who are running nutrition programs and even ours, I'll look at their Instagram and say, all right, when's the last time you posted a, a recipe or something about nutrition? And if it was longer than a week ago, we have a talk about it. Like you need to be posting consistently about consistently about nutrition questions of the day in, in your gym. You know, if you're not talking about nutrition on a regular basis, people aren't going to see that as a priority. If you're not talking about it on day one, people aren't going to see it as a priority. You can't sell someone on CrossFit and then backtrack eight months later and say, oh, wait, CrossFit's important, but wait, nutrition's more important. Mm -hmm. No, it needs to be talked about on day one. You give them the tools to be successful. You know, we give an intro to nutrition handbook and we build nutrition conversations into every single on-ramp. So the first four sessions, people come in, they're taught, they're listening, they're, they hear about nutrition. It's not a nutrition coach running that. It's our regular coach that has a question that they ask and then five to six points about whatever nutrition topic that they cover during that session. So you don't have to have a dietitian to talk about nutrition. Like anyone can tell people to cut out soda and drink more water anyone you can tell people right or it could even be even like hey let today we're gonna talk i just want to let you guys know what insulin is something mm -hmm. yeah like educate yeah right? educate right i love it i love it hey that's one of the miracles i heard about the original crossfit santa cruz gym i heard greg would go in there and fucking give you a fucking lecture before every class on the whiteboard like the beginnings of the l1 yeah the beginnings yeah, of the l1 right. yeah I think it's important, you know, people, we ask a question of the day and once a week, at least it's related to nutrition. What did you have before you came to eat, came to work out today? And then you, How just, much water? And then you publicly scrutinize them. Yeah. Well, well, we have them all go around. Jim, you had orange juice with yeah. the banana? You fucking idiot. I want to know. Are what you listening to anything? Give us a question right now. Like, what would you ask? How much water have you drank today? That's not fun. What's something more fun than that? What did you have for dinner last night? Um, I had chicken, sweet potato, onion, broccoli. Good job. Thank you. Awesome. What do you have for dinner? I have no. I just eat. I just. I. Uh, I went to Mijos and had tacos, chicken tacos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need to work on your delivery. And then I had a salad. Okay. And then I came home, and there was a meal that uh, my wife's doing a nutritional challenge at CrossFit Aptos right now, and that's so, the gym. That's oh. the gym where you're doing it. That's the the dietitian. Oh, Logan. Logan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one that's just running our program. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, that gym's Small right world. here. Yeah. Why didn't I go? Hey, that. Still can. You should go there. That. When do you leave? Tomorrow morning. Oh, that gym is amazing. That guy, Zach Pine, who runs that's that shit. That's the one that I yeah, talked to. Yeah, that guy's to. a freak. And Michelle there, too? Moots? Uh, yeah, Michelle Moots I, is I in there. I just talked to Zach and Logan. Yeah, that's a powerhouse gym. You should go there. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, and, and they're in a shitty strip mall. Man, I wish I would have gone there. They got a shitty that. space and they're running an amazing Cool. Anyway, um, yeah, that's they're running my. So she left challenge. something on the stove. <laughs> Who? Haley left something on the stove, like some oh. like some really like nice meal with like sweet potato and meat and spinach and like. So then I just walked by that and like ate that too. I ate that like at nine o'clock at night, and then at ten o'clock at night I no. got a bag of goji berries. <sighs> you gotta lay off the gojis, man. And a bag of almonds. It's like your, it's like your kryptonite, the gojis. 
<laughs> I ate probably $22 worth of goji berries and $12 worth yeah, of almonds. Yeah, he's carbon up before he goes to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Yeah, it's not smart at all. Oh, poor Haley last night. Last night was bad. You don't, you shouldn't eat, I don't normally eat goji berries before I go to bed. That, you'll ruin the whole bedroom. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, oh man. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sticky fingers from grabbing all the berries, right? Cool. Yeah, look at this. Look at all these nutrition yeah, pictures. Yeah, that's like I ate something that looked like this that. This is what I'm talking about. For, this is for, what we need to see. That's what I had for dessert. That's great. Why, 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 why is this important? So if you're not – it's so silly, but social media is an important – you know better than I do. So it's they an important pay, tool. Oh, there's Logan. So they pay you to help you run the fitness – they, they pay me. There's to, a, a, a price to pay you to use your program. Yeah. And then they pass that price down to the clients. So they charge whatever. We give them recommended pricing, but they make whatever. So your wife's doing the nutrition challenge. Yeah. She paid 70 to to $100 for the challenge probably. I want to say it was less than that. I want to say it's cheap. Hopefully does 45, it does yeah. 45 sound? No, I devalue the product. Yeah, hopefully it wasn't. Not cheap. I don't know, but she gets, <laughs> she, she starts with a consult with Logan. Logan consults yeah. with everyone. I was like, Jesus, yeah. how does she have time to do that? And she, I think she's a commentator for the CrossFit Games. Logan? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I didn't know that. And she's she was, very nice. She, that's the one I was talking about. The dietitian that was on my... I really like her. I'm, yeah, she's I was so cool. happy she's when fun. they signed up because I'm like, I know I can help you. I didn't um, know she was a dietitian. Yeah, she's a dietitian. Mm. She works in the hospital. Um... Yeah, so they're, they went through the training process to learn how to implement nutrition. And she was in a similar boat that I was. She's like, I have all this knowledge, but I don't know how to put it into a usable format. So the the content that you guys, that your wife got is stuff that we wrote. And yeah, they're running it. And she's the one that meets with all the clients. Do you like running your business? I love it. And then and Now that I have a team, it's I have an amazing, amazing team. It's one of my favorite words. <laughs> Both of them, amazing. Amazing. So, so then you wrote this book. Yeah, that Chris Cooper pushed me to write that thing. He did. Yeah. And um, is I didn't read the book, but I read the, all the articles you did in the um, journal. Is this an expanded version of those seven articles? Yeah. Uh, it basically. Did Logan read this book? Yeah. She did. I think she did. Oh wow! They had it. If I'm not mistaken, they had it during – we did a free call, and I'm pretty sure she held it up during that free call. Yeah, how does – so how does a gym like CrossFit Aptos find you? I think they found me through either a journal article or somehow she got that book. Oh, and oh, they, cool. I think they might work with Chris Cooper too, that gym. Do they? I don't know, but I if think they, they don't, do. they should. No, no, they, no, they don't. Well, then they do now. Good. <laughs> they Cause should. Because everything I say – becomes a reality cool no but I, I really do think they are why why do you say they're not did she say they're not no because i think i talked to him i mentioned chris cooper on the call and i don't think he knew who that was she or he zach oh they brought oh the call. then maybe you turned them on to chris cooper if i did that would be yeah, awesome cause, cause i think there's working chris cooper i think it's a successful gym they just want to yeah like, dial not, in the system yeah just like all right we've been doing this for years what's next you know we I went to the Two Brain Summit, you know, every I've gone since he started it and It's going to be called Three Brain soon. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, but I was <laughs> surprised how many really amazing gyms that are super successful are in that group and th everyone can always learn more. You know, even with our nutrition program, we it's always evolving, right? Like the foundations of the program will always stay the same, but the implementation's going to be changing because we have 
200 gyms running the nutrition program, people are testing out different things. And what works well is what we pass on. The same thing with Two Brain. What he's told, I mean, he even said it on his podcast, the Two Brain business book, some of the stuff is outdated. And I, and he explained in 2.0 what what was different or what they should be doing now. I mean, even some of the stuff in, in that book, I wrote it six months ago, is a little different than what we do now. Like with the app, it's been a game changer. There's no mention of the app. Six months ago, I didn't think the app would have been a reality. Mm-hmm. You know, ever as you grow and expand, things change and evolve. And you have to be willing to know that and take feedback and adapt. Yeah. I've never used Chris Cooper's program, so I don't know how good it is. One of my dear friends uses the program and he loves him. Uh, I know that there's other people out there who have programs that help affiliates. Yeah. There's, I want to figure out a way to say this about Chris Cooper. There are these people out there that are just like super charismatic and like you see them as, um, as, uh, I want to say, um, you see them as leaders and, 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 and Chris is different. Chris is like the humble monk who wears a hood. He is so fun to be around. Yeah. He is so not drawing attention to himself. He's so not telling you. God, it's he's it, unassuming and calm. He, but he's powerful but he and poignant and he's not fucking around. Yeah. But man, I mean, like those shorts are deceiving. And he wears cargo pants. <laughs> yeah. But but man, he's so fun to be around. I I, I yeah. but there's no um He's not spooing off one fucking liners that are going to get you excited. He's, he's, it's, it's, um, he's, he's not fucking those Instagram, um, motivators. He's, he's, this is a, at the end of your session with him, I assume that you will, he will give you the ingredients. You'll bake the cake and you'll make it and you'll eat it. I mean, it's, you know, it's clean. He, at the end of the day, I think the best way to sum up what he does is he cares. You know, he cares about you. He cares about where you're at and from the first conversation I had with him he was asking me about my perfect day and at that point I was at the hospital training clients 30 minutes away doing all these different things and he's like what what does your perfect day look like like how can I help you get there and that's help first like that's his whole mentality and you know we worked backwards from my goal is to be under one roof and not have to travel anymore and be able to do nutrition and freely talk about what I want to talk about without the rules of the hospital. And eventually we got there and I'm forever wow. grateful for him. Wow. I, I know, I know that, and that that's, he's not, he's not just a, a coach for how to run a CrossFit gym. He's a coach on just how to run a fucking business. Here's the, here's the example I want to give. I'm, I apologize for taking me so long. There's, there's these, there's these, um, prototypical or stereotypical parents who would like go to the soccer game for the kids or be or like the dad who's in in the corner of his son's boxing match and he's trying to get more attention than the fucking son do you know what i mean he's trying to help his son but he's trying to get camera time yeah then there's the father who drives you to the game he sits on the bench he's there for you afterwards he takes you home he's like he's there for you every chris is that father he he's not he's never gonna stand in front of you nope He's not, he's not there. He's not, he's not selling his business. He just he's going to let you sell his business, whether you like him or not. He's fucking amazing. I don't know why I got off on the blowing Chris Cooper thing, but 
Yeah, you need. The guy's texting me. You need to blow my wife a little bit. My wife wrote that book. Get, get that this book. Is, this is for children to calm down. <laughs> it's in here for some. I, I need to. I'm gonna start <laughs> plugging the shit out of the book. It's a great book. Bre- breathing with Lily. Um, is there anything you want to say before I ask you a question that we're gonna take offline? I don't. I don't think so. Thank you for being here. Thank I will. You. I will definitely suggest you to my my to my CrossFit. Awesome. Well, I feel, I would which say one's your gym? It's CrossFit Santa Cruz. The OG. Yeah, Hollis he, and Lori. The original. Really? He had his gym. The original, the original, gym. original gym. Well, Hollis cool. even, and he's got the lineage. Hollis, uh, Hollis, yeah, Hollis, Hollis sweat with Greg Glassman. Got yelled at by Greg You should Glassman. just give him a copy of the book. Done. Maybe they'll start doing some things. Well, actually, I think we have to give these back to the stuff. We so have something called the CrossFit Open. Have you heard of it? Yeah, a few times. It's, it's crazy. It's the most amazing community event that this fucking planet has ever seen outside of India or China where there's shit that I'm sure that's more amazing that we haven't seen. <laughs> don't distract me, Eric. <laughs> why don't we have, as a community, why don't you put together a plan? Do you know where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Spit it out, man. Why don't you put together a plan that for CrossFit HQ and let's do a fucking affiliate-wide, worldwide, motherfucking nutritional challenge why don't all the crossfit boxes in the entire world all you get you loving this something that coincides with the open i text greg this last night that coincides yeah. with the open That's nah, okay. oh that would be even crazy to do it like the month before the open yeah, and, like and then people are up for the yes open. and then people will do it throughout the open anyway but you you choose because they'll be so excited but like we need a nutritional challenge. So what you need more than that is gyms need to know what happens after the challenge is over. They need to know what they need in place. Oh, you're like a parent. To support. I mean, the challenge is great, <laughs> but so many right, gyms, right, like right, every right. gym I talk to is right. run a nutrition challenge, right. and that's awesome, but right. the conversation with nutrition stops after the challenge is over, and it's Then they can sign begin. up for you. Then you pick them up and run well, with them. <laughs> I, I would give it away for free. Like, okay. uh, let me teach you how to talk about nutrition after a challenge is over. Like, build okay. hybrid memberships that include accountability and support so that you can help your clients be successful long term but you like this idea i love it okay cool so we're gonna follow through with it let's do it Wait, so you're taking credit for it <laughs> i want to okay are you not a fan are you not a fan of the uh the term nutrition challenge i i think it's a great starting place but i think there's so much hype brought around a challenge that really the the magic happens after the challenge is over she's I, new school too like she doesn't like the word like like diet probably disgusts her. Like, of course, where you're on a diet, everyone's on a diet, right? You're that. You're on you're, a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, like, your life. Yeah. yeah. Eat, breathe, and live this thing. Yeah. I mean, I I fell in love with CrossFits. I still can't get over that. CrossFit. I love it. <laughs> She's never heard it. CrossFit facilities. No, I like it. Thank like you for contributing a... great things to the world. Thank you for reducing healthcare and Medicare and all those costs across the world. Yeah. Thank you for doing CrossFit. Thanks Not being, being a part, part of this us. community. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for. Thanks for flying out from Florida. You know Thanks what's for contributing funny? to the journal. You guys had Jenny had reached out last week um, to come out here and she's our, level three. Level three. Jenny did three. <laughs> uh, our GM got married last week, and this is the one week that she's gone. So I was technically supposed to be running the gym. <laughs> Luckily, my husband is at the gym. So now, Thank you. well, it's because Her you husband. listen to Cooper and you have. You have the policies, system. the system set up that you can do that. Yeah. So the GM's gone on her honeymoon. Hubby's running the gym, and I'm here. What's her name? Marcy. Mar- She's awesome. Marcy. Sounds lovely. Have fun. Don't drink too much. 
remember that diet you were on for your wedding. You need to continue it. It's she a lifestyle. Did. She did awesome. It's not about getting skinny just for your pictures. And then later yeah. on, everyone's like, you turn into a fat pile of shit. She's, <laughs> she's great. Breathing, breathing with Lily. Haley <laughs> book. It's actually a great book. If you have kids, if you don't have kids, you just need to learn about breathing. That's how Greg Amundsen came across all of his genius reading that book. Yeah. That, no, that's not oh true. My gosh. <laughs> I thought this was new. Is it new? No, it's not actually that new. It's no. the first I've seen it in here. Oh, okay. How did that get in here? I bought it. Did you really? Yeah. And it came here? Oh, you bought oh, that on one of the shows. Yeah, You're it. fucking <laughs> awesome, Eric. <laughs> You want one? I'll buy you one. No, I'm good. I got like I think 25 we, I, coffees hey, in my I, office. I think we should home. buy something every single show. Moving forward. Okay. But until that time. What are, are you going to buy an M-Body? On, who, on, yeah, on <laughs> whose credit card? I'll buy Yours. It. I'll get the points. I'll expense it. Fine. <laughs> Is anyone on that side of the room, we can put it on there. Do you card. want an M-Body? I want one. I think it'd be cool to have one in here. Yeah. We got Just, room. Even for a gimmick. We might not like it after a week, I have to tell you. But we You're might. You're going to love it. You we know will? what's really cool is redoing scans like I do one every month. And it's, it motivates me. You know, you track your progress. You see the numbers changing. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Because like the Apple Watch and all those Fitbit things, like, like I got an Apple Watch like three times now. And every time after a month, I'm like. What are you tracking though? Like you're tracking daily, you know, I, like what, your workouts what, or whatever. I don't even Steps. know what I'm tracking. Yeah, like I don't like like it's like telling me my caloric burn or it's like. But what you like really? See your... I just need Matt yelling at me when I'm in there. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. Yeah, yelling. A lot of people hate me. I just for it. It, it turns into a gimmick. It turns into a gimmick. Like I don't need my watch telling me that I'm 14 minutes from home. Like yeah. I know I'm going home. It's weird. Like I leave the gym and it tells me I'm going home, or I leave home and it tells me I'm going to my current builders where I train these guys. Like, how do you know I'm going there? Doesn't know. I know? left, I had breakfast with Matt today and as I'm leaving, my phone did something and I look and it's like, you're six minutes away from work. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> how do you know, you know I'm know going that? there? Yeah. I know it sucks. My, my phone, it's either you're X amount of minutes away from work or X amount of minutes away from the grocery store. The so only, those are the two places you the go. Where is, what about that gym? Don't you go there? Yeah, doesn't it tell you the gym? The gym is right next to the grocery store. Oh, that's uh, what that's why it's telling you. Yeah, do you have the store. one on the wheels, the in-body on the wheels? So this is the one I have, 270, and this is the one I would recommend getting because it's portable. You don't need to – the other ones are way more expensive, but this is yeah, perfect. Those, those are the ones we want. What's the most expensive one? I don't know. Yeah, we Go definitely back. want – in-body, we that definitely one. want the most expensive one. You don't need it. Okay. 270 is awesome. Yeah. No, yes, we do. <laughs> I want the best body fat scanner there is. We'll put it right in the corner. Oh, where's that jersey? Are we going to hang that jersey up? Oh, yeah. I've got it in my office. Okay. That pink jersey? Yeah. Wow. How did I? I saw that yesterday. Instagram. Oh, it was in your oh. story. Yeah. I was like, how did I see that? That dude was so cool. We had an uh, Olympian in here. Yeah. Downhill skier. Yeah. Six, seven. Yeah. I, I He's really tall. Wow. His hands were massive mittens. <laughs> I mean, after like a half hour from in here, I was like, I feel like I've I've known you and we've been friends for like our entire lives. Yeah. Six seven, so much bigger than six four. Six four is giant to me. Look at look at. (laughs) What? There we are. On here. (laughs) What do you mean? You you look a little. I am. I'm very. Someone says, "Why does he look so short?" Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Hey, that's me and Matt, and that's Bryce Bennett and Eric Maciel. Matt was having a tough day yesterday. He I was turned, not having a tough. He day. turned his back to the camera. <laughs> I wasn't even uh, in it. Uh, hey, I mean, click, click on me. You can see. You can see the actual <clears throat> picture. What? Why do you look like the same as the one over there? <laughs> <laughs> this looks like the same person. It Your is, smirk is the same. I was having a great hair day that day. Probably the best I've ever had. Where? <laughs> this one. 
That hair is incredible. Gary Roberts one time told me I have a shit smile and I need to work on it. Really? Yeah, look at his fucking smile. <laughs> Got some oh, bags under goodness. my eyes. I'm not getting any younger. No, sir. Well, you don't have kids to wear you down. No. Just wait. No, sir. In time. I predict you will have kids. Is your husband snipped? Mm, no. You will have kids. Not having kids. <laughs> okay. Eric, land the plane. God, you've been looking at me for like the last 15 minutes, and I had that way that lined up. Oh, my God. You look so distinguished there. Look at those wrinkles, dude. <laughs> look at those things. That's I've never, awful. I've never seen those except in the photo. I'm going to get you some lotion. You I never, lotion. never thought about that or even concerned myself until you until you told me I looked old. Look at Nicole right now. Yeah. You, you have no, look at her. Look at her. You have, no, you have no wrinkles on the side right now. None. Zero. Trying, trying I think wrinkles. it was just a big smile caused the wrinkles. Thank you, Nicole. You have a very calming uh, presence about you. <laughs> I feel a lot Non-wrinkly presence. <laughs> I'm still self-conscious about it. And thank you for... Oh, scroll down a little down. bit more. I want to show you one more thing while you're here in Santa Cruz. For those Cruz, listening, <laughs> I keep scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Look for the point market. I saw the sign for the point market. Oh, that place right there. What's that? You should consider going there today. What's that? That's a market. It's right down on the beach. Uh, Hassan owns it. It's, mm -hmm. it's like all CrossFitters who come to Santa Cruz should go to this place. Cool. And you can get um, avocado and egg there, avocado and egg burrito, bacon, whatever, but it's cool. Cool. I stopped eating bacon. Man. How long ago? I mean, I, I'll have it, but very, very rarely. Bacon and cheese in the morning, I don't eat that. You give up on the queso? How do you feel about cheese? Mm. You know, I, I knew we were trying to end this whole thing, but... You know, I when I look at clients and most of our clients are trying to lose weight right and people that eat cheese eat a lot of it i only eat a block at a time well that's yeah. very small compared to the general public really they i mean people. i mean people eat a lot a lot of cheese i mean they eat it with every single meal snack it's delicious oh it's so not it's not cheap either try and can be. cut it down so, so do, not, do you like Direct people towards the zone or macros or we, t I talk about having a balance of protein, carbs, and fat. And if you look at the meal plans, the percentages of carbs, protein, and fat are close to zone. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't talk about zone necessarily because then there's so many processed products that are quote unquote zone, right? Like all these zone bars and all this other crap yeah. food that we really talk about. Let's find things that you can make a balanced plate that are around the perimeter of the grocery store that don't have a ton of processed junk in there that low glycemic carbohydrates. Let's stick to a ton of vegetables, lean meats, plant-based sources of fat, and be balanced and satisfied till the next meal instead of being hungry, having something that's a lot of calories packed in one little bit. So, How about dates? There's a lot of sugar in those. Yeah, high glycemic, man. So Super I get, high sugar. I give my kid. Oh, I give my kid one date a day. But yeah. he has to like if he poops in the toilet or something. Yeah, well, that'll help you poop. Well, I mean that's not the full story, but we'll save that for another time. What? Yeah, just a date. So you give him every time he poops. I have been known to give my gummy bear. A gummy bear? Yes. Are you trying to potty train? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did M and M's. Do what? not give him a free pass like that. We did M and M's. You were on your high horse earlier talking about oh. Hey, listen, 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 listen. Well, what's that noise? <laughs> One gummy bear. He poops in the toilet, and, and 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 he prefers dates. But I have given him gummy bears. And actually, what fucking ended up happening? Fucking asshole. <laughs> My wife ordered some gummy bears online, and a fucking bag this big came. Oh man. Oh man. What happens? 
I mean, we've had it now for a long time, but like I'll I'll, I'll work it from different angles at times. Yeah, see, I, I'm accountability. I want you to talk about it so we can get. Do you it want out me just to throw the bag away? We do I the mean, switch witch for Halloween. I don't think it wouldn't hurt. What's that? Oh, switch money for. Switch witch comes and she brings a present, and takes all the Halloween candy. Oh, I like that. See ya. I didn't. Well, my kid was only three, and I told him to pick a piece, and he ate it, and then he went to bed, and I threw all the shit away. Yeah. But he was stoked. He got to pick a piece. Yeah, we did give them something. He didn't even eat the whole thing. It was one of those Hershey's things. He didn't even like it. Kids are a trip. Sometimes you give them shit, and they're supposed to like it, and they don't. And you're like, well, you're smart. Like, one of my kids won't watch TV. That's awesome. Yeah, but not not if you want to do some shit. Yeah. You want to turn the TV on so you can, like, answer some emails or... It's not happening. No. That's I the, feel like I'm in like an airplane. That's or the Southwest. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, put on your seatbelt, ladies. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're flying at thirty thousand feet. <laughs> Nicole, thank you. You're smart. Our descent. Thanks. Yeah, you're pleasant. Yeah. Thank you for having. You got a good me. thing going. Um, very, very interested. How many countries deeper? Gosh, a lot. Do you have anyone on your staff that speaks Spanish? Yes. Portuguese. Well, Spanish and Portuguese are really similar. Chinese? Ooh, no, they're not. No? No, ma'am. That's for Spanish. Look at you. You're as culturally insensitive as I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was rude. I'm sorry. We did have a gym in Switzerland. I mean, you're from Florida, and I can barely understand you. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) We did have a gym in Switzerland translate all of our stuff. That's cool. You know, I had we had Romanoff as a guest, and I had to ask him what a lot because he has a strong accent, and people said that that was fucking culturally insensitive of me. It's like... Sorry. I didn't understand him. Yeah, he's a beautiful guy. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed him. All right, Eric. We can land the plane. It, we, you, we used to be so, like, so synced up on this, and now it's just, it's trash. It's trash. We need to, we need to reassess. We need Cooper to come in here and teach us how to land the plane. <laughs> systems, systems. <laughs>